You're listening to Mostly Technical, which is brought to you by Lair Jobs, the official Laravel job board, and screencasting.com, where you can learn how to create high-quality screencasts faster than ever. Now, Ian and Aaron. All right. Hello, everybody. We have a special episode this week. I'm here with Aaron, as always, and also Caleb Porzio. That's right. Uh, am I saying that right? Uh, you're okay. saying it right. You, you said you it like it. it was a question. <laughs> I, I, might not, I, yeah, I might not have a question mark at the end. <laughs> it's like a silent question mark. Uh, you know, you hate saying the other people's names. You get it oh, wrong. Oh, dude, it's my stupid. life. I'm constantly, when I'm streaming, it's like, ah, oh, I know I'm offending yeah. everybody because it's just, <laughs> exactly. can't do it. I don't know. I think, I think 95% of pronunciation is confidence. If you just blow through it, True. it's like, that's a good ah, point. well, that was wrong, but boy, was he confident. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's, that strategy works when it's just like you on your own. But when the person's here, the problem is they're going to be like, no, you're an idiot. True. You said my oh, name yeah, wrong. That's true. You know, they can, they're here to counter you. But yes, when they're not here, you just go for it and it's fine. Yeah. Even if it's wrong. I, I put the pronunciation on my rider that you guys should have seen like it just <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. we definitely okay. got that and read that for sure <laughs> i actually did help you with pronunciation on my name in riverside though it does say k hyphen lib so i should have done that with my last name oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. i thought that was a moniker I, I didn't know i didn't know what that I was i don't know i, I was saw just, that I just, thought, uh, that doesn't seem right <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I didn't realize that's what you were doing either i was like oh he just goes by that in these other areas oh it's a one-time thing <laughs> no my goodness. the worst the worst thing i think the worst thing you can do with pronunciations is say like oh wow this is a weird name i'm totally gonna screw this one up <laughs> that's true like yeah. ah, i don't know who you're helping here you're like, insulting just, the person yeah just try your hardest <laughs> and apologize don't say this is a weird name i'm right. definitely gonna mess this up you guys ever have this problem with your names uh my over the phone people cannot spell my name correctly ever mm. like either the ian part is wrong or the landsman part is wrong you're just but pretty part, straight the forward. landsman parts i know they always miss the s in landsman mm. always put a z um, instead some people haven't heard the name ian which is i mean it's not yeah like, i don't you know, know it's a little it's, non-standard but it's not super yeah. non-standard i don't know it's kind of a blur if you say it ian it's like yeah what were the let like right. what were the characters there ian if you haven't had it spelled out, yeah, we get the E in the front a lot, mm. things like yeah. that. Interesting. But, I mean, people yeah. always misspell Caleb and Porzio or Porzio. Right. <laughs> Porzio? Right. Wrong. Yep. Uh, yeah, but that that's just kind of expected. But Aaron, they right. must, I bet that Key and Peele really helped you out. I was going to say, everybody knows my, my, greatest, my greatest pain, but it was also helpful, <laughs> is that Key and Peele did a sketch where they called it A.A. Ron. And years, uh, years later, to this day, I'll be like, you know, at Home Depot or something and give them my credit card. And they're like, oh, have you ever seen that Key and Peel sketch? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I sure have. I definitely have. Yes. It's very, very funny for everyone but me. For Aaron's and everywhere. I think they did. I don't know if it was them or somebody else that did a follow up sketch for people that had names that were referenced in the key and peel sketch and so there's like this whole scene where it's like a support group and it's like <laughs> aarons and balakes and yeah. all of these people come together and they're like yeah my name's my name's blake and they're all like hey balake yeah. i think that was them they definitely did a follow-up to it and that sounds familiar um that, but yeah that's funny that's funny we have this similar issue because so in my when i was a kid uh, 90210, if you're familiar with that show, a little before your guys' time, I think. Oh, yeah. But there was this very famous show called 90210. Yeah. And 
there is a guy on it named Ian Zeering, I think his last name is. And he's one of the few Ians who says it Ian. So it's spelled the same, but he says Ian. it Ian. And I don't like the Ians. None of the Ians like the Ians. The Ian. Ians are horrible. Yes, because there's not many of them and they mess it all up, right? And normally it's fine. But then this guy shows up and he's super famous because this was like the hot show for everybody who was like 12 or whatever. Yeah. And so everybody starts calling me Ian. Of course. And it was the worst thing ever. It's like, I'm totally traumatized the rest of my life by this. It seems to have faded out. Right. He's There's kind a of phase out. Like, same thing yeah. with AA, Ron. Unfortunately, you're not going to see the phase out because everybody's growing <laughs> yeah. up with you. But like, <laughs> right, right. My, my baby River, like older people who, oh, River, like River Phoenix, they say it every right. time. Uh, but anybody <laughs> under 30, it's just River, you know, they don't even know right river phoenix, there's nobody so. to associate yeah. with yeah river phoenix was so yeah that's yeah that's I the thought, only river thought, anybody had known right with your over for sure you were going a different way with that story i thought you were gonna say my baby river won't ever call you a.a ron and i was like i'll oh, make sure awesome. of it no 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 <laughs> i've already told him it a.a ron oh perfect <laughs> that's great all right so should we do maybe we'll do a little follow up follow up we i'm sure we can get caleb's takes on some of these things and then we'll jump into uh we have a bunch of questions for caleb he's got questions for us all kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah, let's um, let's do a little follow up and then a little disclaimer that we're not an interview show and Caleb's just here to just here to hang. I'm going to so. interview you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, perfect. Why don't you just yeah. intro how did, how did you get in? How did you get into computers <laughs> yeah. back in the day? Right. Oh, I'm so <laughs> bored already. Uh, um. All right, Ian. Where do you want to start with a little follow up? All right. Should we start at the top here? Um. So last week, I believe we talked about that. I got, uh, you know, we talked about your sock methodology. I don't know, Caleb, if you were in the hook on this uh, sock situation. Hook me up. But all right. So basically, Aaron has a sock strategy. He oh. has a particular brand and color of sock strategy from Amazon. You have a sock strategy? I think Aaron knows my sock strategy, I believe. I don't know if I know your sock strategy. Honestly. We might have the same sock strategy. Oh, we might. And, honest, and saying mine's a strategy is a little lowbrow. I'd like to call it a philosophy, if that's okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I like yeah. that. I like that. I just like to class it up just a little bit. Yeah. No, it's who I am as well. Um, so much so that I don't remember the name offhand. Oh, we got Hanes. But yeah, like oh, nice. Target Hanes are okay. incredible. They last forever, yeah. the soft ones. And if you... Uh, tend towards perspiration on your footal region they mm. help a ton so like if i wear slippers okay. i don't have like sweaty feet so i learned right. this years ago and would just buy them from target but found out you can get them on amazon for like six pairs for like 14 bucks or something i talked about this on syntax with wes me and wes have the <laughs> same <laughs> exact I, I said this and he's like the same brand hanes hanes dry fit we both order them on Amazon <laughs> in bulk. So okay. that's my same, same philosophy. Buy them in bulk, Very dump, dump them in. So Ian, did you, did you buy them? So I bought them and I, I like Aaron's brand. They're not Hanes, which I used to be a Hanes man, although not religiously. I've tried different ones. I, I like the low cut, but the low cut tend to ride under for me, which I don't like. Um, but Aaron's do not ride under. They are yes. reasonable in the absorption. Uh, as you would say there, Caleb, as well. So I like this brand. Uh, the only thing I've diverged slightly on the strategy, so Aaron's strategy, I don't know if you have the same one, Caleb, is, or philosophy, I should that's say, thank you. is uh, that's also, they're all the same color. So it's oh, just yeah. a single color of a single sock. So that you never match that's anything. It. That's like, never that was the biggest goal doesn't originally. Matter if you like, guys are geniuses. Yep. This no is more why matching. I surround myself with smart people yep. like this. But see, here's the thing. I'm stubborn, and I'm not as smart as you guys. Mm. 
So I'm Ooh, going with the strategy. Yeah. <laughs> Very bad. Yeah, that's tough. Very bad. <laughs> but I, I can't go with the one color. I just can't, I can go with the one type. But I, ah, the one color, I don't think it's going to work for well, me. So I have the, the three color pack that it came with. I'm trying the three colors. Three the colors? One type What's the third no, color? There's no a matching. third color? There's black, there's white, there's gray. True. There I is like the gray. I like black at, at some time. So we need so to Aaron's talk. Aaron's an all gray man. Style. You're an all, all white gray. man, I'm assuming. I'm all gray. You all Only white? So I'm all black, but. You're all black. But See? here's the thing. I've done, yes. when I was a kid, it was like, mm. you know, the dorks including me people whose moms just give them stuff to wear mm, have these right. socks that are too high and they and you look yeah. like a fool mm. so it's like i, I see those ankle socks be like oh man adidas you know like slipper thingies with ankle socks and that's how you're cool you wear ankle socks i have kept that philosophy too long and now it's showing mm. my age because ankle socks are dorky in a in a lot of like <laughs> it's those yeah. higher like higher yep, yep with like crew, a crew slight sock. little bunch in the middle like i i did mm -hmm. the, like youtube on this because for laricon i wanted to not i went to i'm just gonna just transparency i went to the tailwind connect conference i was like man mm -hmm. i look a little like a dork Never, it was just like a realization <laughs> for me it like hit me i was like <laughs> so the question is did you arrive at the tailwind conference and think i look like all of these people therefore i'm a dork or Most... i look different than all of these people therefore i'm a dork <laughs> i will not say as to not incriminate myself <laughs> to this audience um, but so for laricon i was like no more i'm gonna buy nikes mm -hmm. And mm, I'm going to figure out the right socks to wear. And I was like, total you can't wear ankle socks with Nikes. You look like an idiot. You have to have. Okay. You, look, you looked cool. Yeah, you need the higher socks. And unfortunately, socks. white is what's up. Black with black shoes. But like white is yeah. cooler in general mm. than black. Tall socks, you got you to gotta go white. The question is, are you making a differentiation here between ankle socks and no-show socks? Um, I, pr I probably am conflating the two. Yeah. What I mean, because okay, no, because no show are like the ones that I wear that have the that are super low and you don't see them. Ankle is like just above the ankle bone. And then you've got the the tall ones that the kids and Caleb wear. OK, so have like the Nike at the top. I'm going to show you. You can blur this out if this oh, makes it. To yeah, video. It would be funny if we blurred yeah. it out. <laughs> What's this? OK, that's an ankle sock, right? That's it's an ankle sock. Okay, so, you're no, yeah. you're and I'll, I'll show you. Ankle. Yeah, let me okay. let me show you mine. OK. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Oh, oh you got come wearing. Yeah, there you go. I can't see it. Yeah, it's like oh, you can't see no. it. I well, the way like the three of us are. There us. you are. Okay, you yeah. Are. Okay, I, so I've got those for like Sperry's. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, no show and ankle are definitely different. Ankle, you got You got to be careful of. True. Mm. <laughs> now I will say I also because I am aware of this uh, crew sock situation. My thirteen-year-old, he only wears crew socks because so he's cool, and we're not the scene, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. he's mm -hmm. very cool and all that stuff. And so the company Aaron likes Amazon. They they cross sold me on the crew socks, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to order crew socks too. Wow. I'm going to try the crew socks. Nice. So this all oh, it's already. I don't have them yet. They haven't arrived for some reason. I don't know why those haven't yeah. arrived, but. So we will see. So I'm 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 way off of Aaron's philosophy and reality yeah, because yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I now have four yeah. new types of socks. But um, but this brand I enjoy a lot. The general idea I like a lot. Caleb, you're on a similar tip, but also crew sock curious. Let's say crew, so you're going to be trying that out. Okay, good follow up. Good sock uh, follow up. What do we got next? Go. 
right, I so... totally thought SOC was an acronym for some business thing. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. I was talking about SOC. Sales. Yeah. Um, nope. <laughs> uh, all right. So last week, we also talked about text.com. Ian said you can't trust them. I said you can't trust them. I don't know what we're talking uh, about. I don't know if you're aware of this app. So this is an app that lets you aggregate all your messaging apps. So like iMessage and Slack and Telegram, Telegram and Twitter, whatever. LinkedIn, all puts in one, one desktop client. app. So that you don't have to check all those spots. It's written, you know, by a, literally a guy of unknown origin. Aaron's all in on it. He's like, this is the best thing ever. I'm a little skeptical just from a security concern, especially around like iMessage and some of these ones. I don't know yeah. how you do it with iMessage. That whole thing even just seems Must be bizarre like that he's able locally, to do it. Right? Like it is, yeah, just, it yeah. is a local thing, but I didn't even know that you could do that. I don't know. So the whole thing was mm. a little shady to me. Um, the next day, the literal next day, they announced that Automatics bought them for $50 million. So... Now they're in the automatic fold. And so, so now they're trustworthy. Now they're trustworthy. Like yep. there's at least a security team yeah. who's going to be securing stuff and things like that, which I'm not. Listen, and someone you can hold accountable. Company. That was, yeah, that was a big like, thing is you didn't know who it was. Right. It's like, you know, there's just these levels of like the level of thing you're trying to secure. And for me, like your text messages, like that's pretty high up that bar. I mean, you get security codes through there. All this stuff happens through your yeah. messages. So it's a very key link in the chain of all your other security. And so, uh, yeah, so it was pretty interesting. And this one guy's got quite a, quite a paycheck. I know. Way to go, Keyshawn, I think was yeah. his wow. name. I wonder where this software. So lucrative. Know. Isn't Man. that crazy? Yeah. We should get into that should stuff. Somebody that. should try that. <laughs> we should do that. Uh, all right, uh, last one before we move right. on to the topic at hand. So all many right. people agreed with my take on React. I felt really good about that. So I had a take segue. last week that was like, Hey, I tried React because I was using Remotion, which is a video creation tool. I tried React for Remotion. And you know what? I still don't like it. I've always had this like, you know, kind of a bit, kind of a personality thing. Like, hey, I, I don't like React because I find it complicated. I finally used it and was like, you know what? I don't like React because I find it complicated. <laughs> <laughs> and <clears throat> my my point on on the show last week was I find that React makes us care about things that are too low level. Like, I don't want to tell you what my dependencies are. You're the computer. You should figure it out and you should keep it up to date. And if something changes, you should change it. That's not my problem. And people agreed with that. And I was like, wow, I expected to get excoriated. The internet even people, affirmation. Yes. Even people that use React were quote tweeting it and being like, yeah, I've used React for the past, you know, five years. And this is a really good take. I was like, that's amazing. So. <laughs> That's all. I just wanted. I just wanted to receive my accolades here on on the follow up. Proud of you, Aaron. yeah. You you Thank were right ish. I mean, I yeah. think that that's I was super sort of, right. What do you mean? What no? What do you, what do you mean ish? Um, no, I do. I, I even think we. I agreed with you that it is. Like, you did. There is a low levelness to it. Uh, definitely, that is is there. I I mean, there is like the mental model of it compared to like a view and these other things that are available and Livewire, which we're going to talk a lot about here. But um, to me, like Livewire is like the opposite, right? Like it's so like you don't have to think about any of the low level anything at least on the like javascript end it's just like the magic just happens for That's you um which is obviously the optimal scenario as we've come to to uh since he's think. here yeah that's since he's here from the beginning so no i could uh, argue with with aaron about about react if yeah. we want we don't have Go. to that's, yeah 
We can, if you have a take, tell, tell we're, me. We're I will, I will destroy you with my react knowledge. <laughs> I mean, but tell first me, what say do you have? That you're right before I oh, wow, okay. tell this you why good. you're wrong. <laughs> you, you and I argue very differently, but I love yeah. it so far. <laughs> it's definitely true. But one of the like just visceral feelings I have as a maybe more just as a framework maintainer is that like I guess on the spectrum of Livewire, like you don't have to worry about any of the low level stuff to like you come to view along the way and then react that those trade offs start to shift. And when you don't explicitly declare your dependencies in a in a use effect, like it's so valuable to do that. Because otherwise, you don't know what's referencing the reactive piece of data, and it can leak. And that's that's the problem with Vue and Alpine, because I because Alpine is Vue in a sense. It uses Vue's reactivity mm-hmm. engine. So I've just been to hell and back on like you have your bit of reactive data, and then you have your thing that reacts when it changes, and that's fine when they live right next to each other, and they're really simple things. But when it comes to that data leaking out or being global or being used deeply within components or that react, that reaction changing the data and triggering a new effect, then, you know, Mm -hmm. there's so many of those pitfalls that it's like, and the code involved, like you're using proxies, which has all sorts of overhead and refs and everything where in react, when you use use effect, you declare the dependencies. It tells you right there when this thing will rerun. You get to look at it and you go, I actually know when this is going to rerun. Where in Vue, you don't know. And then in React, you're using actual data. You're not using proxies and ref callbacks. You know, you're using pure data. So I got one foot in both so, camps. I, I think they both are great and horrible. I think you've there just you made you've just made my point for me Great. by explaining how much work you as the maintainer are having to do yeah, totally. and all of the gnarliness that you're having to do. Yes. That's what I want. I mean, not you specifically, but I want the creators of the yeah. the library to eat all of that glass so that I don't have to. Because like you are absorbing all of that pain and then I get to just use the thing. I agree. And then when you're using React, like to the extent that I've used it, which is not a ton, but enough. It's like, oh my gosh, the the headiness of just even just a newcomer understanding use effect. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's it's the sharpest knife ever. And <laughs> yes, <laughs> constantly you're like, when did this? How does this? Why does this? What, you know, yes. and it's, it is mind boggling, uh, even after using it for a long time and understanding it pretty deeply. And I like writing my own React. Like I've tried to really understand React's internals and still I get bit. Um, so, yep. yeah, for somebody new, like learning React, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I feel so bad. Yeah, for that you. was me. <laughs> I'm, I'm slightly above average intelligence. And I was learning React for the first time. And I was like, this is really, really hard. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I do think there are these trade-offs, though, of like, and I think we're going to talk about this a little bit with Caleb today about Livewire. Um, for everybody, I mean, we're now like 20 minutes in, but for, for anybody who doesn't know, Caleb is the maintainer and creator of Livewire and Laravel Livewire, um, which we're going to talk a lot about. I think most of our audience is aware of Livewire, but just in case. Um, but yeah, I do think when you have these black boxes, and I think we're going to talk about this with Livewire a bit, like you don't always understand what's going on. So I do think in React, like the debugging, like you have to understand what's going, like how to construct the React, which is more complicated to learn yeah. than Vue. Uh, but I think once you have some sense of what's going on, then like the debugging and things like that, I did find to be maybe a little bit easier than with Vue, which I don't have a ton of experience with Vue. And even with Livewire, um, whereas there's a lot of stuff going on on your behalf, but when something goes wrong, then 
it's not always clear where it's going wrong or yeah. what part of the code it's going wrong in. So I do think some that there are those trade-offs there when you have like the more of a black box setup. It's like when everything goes well, then it's like awesome, like Aaron's saying, because it's just super magical and you don't have to think about anything. Uh, but then there is these times where it's like doesn't go right and then it's a little bit harder to figure out what you're you know where to even start looking or what exactly which part of the stack is the problem in um so yeah yeah so, great you're right he's right all right I well let's, love, i just love being okay. right so thanks for that segment <laughs> I was, I just, so we, we both, need to have uh, an aaron was right segment every week uh, i would still choose I, react I, overview if i were to just so you know uh, <laughs> there we go. two to one two to one what? in view you there can't have multi, it's single file components in react you can have like why does everyone care when about you start doing so it much? you don't go back you're like wait so if i want to create some small little component even yeah. just a one-off thing inside my uh -huh. view thing i need to create a new file and that means i need to like name it and know about that name it's just yeah you in, and adam wathen are both always on about the single file components and i'm like because it's just yeah, functions which you're already care. used to in javascript so you're like oh my gosh i just create a little function that returns some jsx and then it's just like whoa now now components are just functions that return as small of bits as js of jsx as you want where with view it's like a new file a new script setup tag a new temp yeah. you know it's like love it's it a lot love it um whatever we, we did too we did too long on the sock segment we should have done more on this segment because this is crazy <laughs> this is we wild. gotta move on but yeah we forget about react and view mind. who's even yeah. using those uh, oh my well, gosh yeah nobody uses who's those using things them? ridiculous <clears throat> why waste their time um they'll all be on live wire soon enough that's right so we did, Aaron and I, just for your background, we did listen to your latest uh, notes on work. So we're up to speed on your thinking there. What and was I that? Know Caleb that never was... has any idea what his notes on work are about. <laughs> how, can you get, how can you get people unstuck in Livewire? <laughs> okay. So like kind of what we were just talking about, where when yeah, they, yeah, 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 you yeah, get okay. a problem in Livewire and you have no oh, idea man. where to start with I'll, I'll message him or... sometimes. I'll be like, dude, I just listened to the latest notes on work episode. And he's like, hey, man, what did I say? What was it? What was it about? What was it? I love I forget that. what That's I said. So That's what it's happens just like when you like session. ramble it's into the therapy. void for so long. Yeah. Just... It's it's nothing. It's like he's not producing it as like no. content to be viewed. It's just like, it's like a he trip just down get the record button. That's really what right. it is. <laughs> just getting stuff off his chest. That's right. Um, so yeah, so I don't know. We could take this a lot of different ways. So I thought on that I, there was a couple interesting things you talked about in terms of getting people unstuck. Um, yeah. And I'm in this like early phase of building a big project with Livewire 3. So I'm kind of in that zone. And then obviously we had talked about kind of the business of Livewire a little bit right. and some of that stuff. So And we should know, also talk about with? like you guys talked apparently you talked about I didn't listen to the episode, but a lot of people have told me mm. you talked about getting React working in in uh Livewire. Oh and it's like yes. I'm here I now. Talk to you about that we too. could talk about that. So that, if we gotta just make this a most support case for you right here, talk about, <laughs> like, but you, I am all about that. Guide the ship. We got. I don't know. I want to. I want to talk about the empire of Caleb. Okay. I, I kind of want to talk about that. Let me. Let me start by recapping what I remember of notes on work, which is probably more than what Caleb remembers. Definitely. So I'll and recap. Say it I'll better recap anyway. it first. <laughs> <laughs> so I think John O'Nolan of Ghost, uh, which is what Ghost is a blogging yeah. platform. It's a CMS, John but it's, it's of, like evolved in ways I'm not even aware of because I haven't used it in a while. It's like does yeah. a lot of, it's like a creator platform or something. Yeah, I think it's like a commerce thing yeah. or whatever. Or yeah. So he was on Twitter the other day, you know, before you recorded this, asking for help with Livewire and you like reached out to him and like, hey, I can help you. And so that I think what that spurred in you was like this thought of how do I get people unstuck and how do I do it? I think 
in like a commercially viable way in a way that preserves, you know, Caleb's lifestyle. And there was some commentary about you have this live wires support maybe it's called Livewire Partners program yeah. where you and Jason Beggs uh take like monthly payments and then you do like you'll have to fill in details later you do like early access and support and they have access maybe to Jason and insiders repo and that kind of stuff um and i think the meta question was like how do you help more people get unstuck and what's the economic uh, viability model to like support Livewire slash Caleb long term. Yeah. Does that seem like a, a recap? Solid. And then Ian, you're a part of the partners program. Is that right? Yeah. Well, so I I was was oh. at one point oh. and then I wasn't oh. at one point. Um, user. Um, Ian, churned user. That's actually but, why he's the perfect person to talk to. But he he is our one of our most generous donors. So I'm just going to put it out there mm. that like, I'm not sure I know of. Yeah. He, he's among the very top of people who've contributed financially to Livewire. So thank you Ian. Well, early support for it. You know, just yeah, all good. And then, and then he ripped it all out from under us. <laughs> and this is where we are. <laughs> no, he, it, it, an I think I even messaged you. <laughs> a while ago or something like it there was a point where i felt guilty taking your money like i i was right. like dude, yeah, I, <laughs> I really don't feel great about this well um, i think I, so. g- I gave i gave a big check i guess you would say because i really yeah. wanted to get to live three because i was like i wanted to support them especially with livewire three mm-hmm. so there is like to me there's a two separate things there's like what is a business model for ongoing support that companies will pay for livewire support to me what i did before that was even a little bit different because it was more like let's help get Caleb and the crew over the line of yeah. Livewire three, which is ha- solves a bunch of problems that Livewire two had, which would be really good and important for the stuff I want to do with it. So this was like totally also self-serving, but also I love Livewire. So it was like the perfect combination there. Um, so yeah, so that was kind of like that era. And now it's like, um, yeah, so we're definitely using Livewire and our big new stuff. And so we've been talking about like the support end of things. Cause I have questions and, uh, things like that and then that just brought us to like yeah this idea of like the, the current support program and then that this is all mixed up together right it's like people get stuck for some of those people forums and things like that are the right answer for some of those people discord in the community are the right answer yeah. for some of those people they just want to pay money and have somebody answer their question yeah. today right so uh there's a continuum there and how do you find the right balance um are there enough people willing to pay to get support today and things like that uh you know are there maybe software tools that could be involved in all this whether they're free whether they're paid or some combination so yeah um yeah so give us the state of the empire caleb where what's what's the sticky wicket here the empire and as a whole or the support bit the empire as much as you want to talk about and focus this yeah well what do you think about what do you think let's just start with livewire 3 release yeah Let's start right there because I feel like that's a good baseline. Yep. So how has that gone? How are people doing with it? What are your does it did it come out as good as you hoped it would? Like what do you think yeah. about Livewire? Yep. I um I looking back on it uh, recently I was just like realizing that that I accomplished that because it was such a long journey, it's like easy to forget why you did it and forget where the difference and the goals and everything. But I right. just recently reminded myself of what I kept saying 
which is like, I can't do Liveware 2 because I hate working in the code base and there's all these inefficiencies and there's all these architectural constraints. It's like, I got to rewrite the whole thing. That's why I'm, I'm doing this so that we can obviously add a bunch of new features. But in theory, we could have done that with V2. It just would have been like a way worse life and I wouldn't want to maintain it. So we are in a place where I do want to maintain it, where writing a feature is fun and energizing again so i had like a wild idea over the weekend and just took a day to just hack on it and it was a blast because the core is a blast to hack it's meant for hacking so for that like from my perspective it's great um from users perspective it's good and bad I'd, i'd say like the overwhelming like feedback is this solves all the problems that i had before um, but of course that introduces a new set of problems. You know, once you add a feature, it breeds new possibilities that then have their own constraints. So it's like I made nesting components better, but there's still sharp edges there. There's still communication questions. So yeah, so there's still things with that. As far as stability, it's gonna take a long time till it's like total like LiveWire 2 got to a point where there were very few pull requests being added. It was just like it had years and years of just main maintenance work basically and so v3 has to undergo that um and it's to the point where like i feel confident if somebody uses it and ships it in an app which is a good you know i didn't feel that way when i launched it at laricon it needed to like live in the wild for a bit but it has and we've had you know hit all the biggies um and now there's that kind of long tail of things that you know it's not as as rock solid as it will be in a year um but it's solid enough. So, so yeah, I mean, I feel great about it and, and it has changed everything for me from my perspective, like Livewire before had so, so many things under, under the hood and also just on the surface, like the site, the docs, there was just all these things. Now the docs are part of the main repo. So like when people pull requests, Mm. they pull request docs, they pull request bug fixes. I'm not in a separate read or they pull request spelling errors. I'm, it's not a separate repo. And I, uh, I put way more into the docs this time. I'm putting more content docs out. Are great. There's yeah. just I, I'm hiring designers to do stuff instead of doing it myself. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of things like that that it feels like a new regime for me. It's like this is what where I wanted to get to. Now I feel like I'm playing like a big boy, and I just got to keep pushing that envelope. Um, and there's a lot more room to grow for me, but it definitely feels like ah, I have something that like feels good. Um, and it, yeah, yeah, that's my, whatever. B3. Well, I mean, people get down on the rebuilding, but I feel like, you know, the rebuilding just sometimes has to happen, especially with this kind of thing where I imagine you didn't even know what you were building in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, like live wire one and two, it's like a thing that you kind of cobbled together and it yeah. was cool. And then right. you added onto it and like, and you added onto it more. And then now you have such a clear vision of like, well, what do people do with a thing like Livewire? Like, what are they trying to accomplish? And then obviously then, you know, you'd build it totally differently once you know how people actually use it. And it makes sense to actually do that so that you can be happy maintaining it. It'll work better and all those things now that you know what you're building. Yeah. I mean, like concepts reveal themselves that were just hidden and then they reveal themselves and you go, oh, like this is a concept that needs a name. And could have its own system and I could make, you know, where before it's like that, that concept, that thing I have to, I'm just vaguely touching it and seeing it, but not putting it in its corral and not clearly defining it. And that happens in so many, for so many different mechanisms in a machine, you know, and then so that the rebuild is an opportunity to go, okay, 
what, yeah, what's everything we learned? What are the concepts? Put list them out and then you can build them as like modular things that, that are tight and contained. Um, yeah. Just even simple things like better defaults. Like I feel like LiveWire 3 defaults yeah, right, are defaults, like yeah. so much better like than LiveWire 2's defaults because you realize how people actually use it and right. what they're actually trying to do. And uh, so the defaults can just be better and things like that. So right, yep. a lot of cool stuff there. Yeah. So like you were saying on, on notes on work, like maybe we can go that angle on it, like with people getting unstuck um, and tools around that, maybe. I mean, I think for me, I'll, I'll kick it off here is like, I would love some type of visualization and I don't yeah. know. I mean, I personally would be happy to pay for it, whether or not enough people are happy to pay for it. I don't know, but like some type of thing that's like, okay, this is where your request came in. Mm. This is what it went through. This is where it was transformed or whatever. This is where it ended up because <clears throat> that's the stuff where it is hard sometimes in Livewire. Yeah. It's like, where, what is doing this? Yep. Which I have these three nested components. Which one is causing this thing to re-render or whatever so like the problem is? Right? Dev tools, like a some dev kind tools of thing? yeah, whether it's like a debug bar type thing yeah. or it's a in Chrome type thing or I, you know I don't know. But yeah, but, um, but you're, you're saying you not like a on. educational visualization, not education, a machinery, no. yeah, machinery you shove in your app yeah. and it's like this is what's happening right, right now in the live wire stack and you can see yep. where things are changing at mm -hmm. what point in the cycle they're changing yep. um you know in, if something's happening in the event hook or whatever like what that's doing you know just like those type of things because there is like that magical component where and you, cause you could do so much stuff on the front end too it's like well you have javascript changing stuff mm -hmm. and that yeah. leads back up to the php side yep. and uh you know everything's bi-directional basically so yeah you can hit some just weird stuff there where you're like i don't know what's going on and often it's your fault it's not even like necessarily livewire's fault it's, it's like your fault, fault yeah. but it's <laughs> it's, it's own your own that. fault but it's just like <laughs> the debugging can be you know more complicated so yeah so i mean obviously a lot of these front-end tools already have these things right like uh i don't know if they're visualized in quite the way i'm thinking but they are you know react has a chrome thing and view i'm pretty sure has a chrome thing and whatever alpine has a chrome thing i believe right so um but I think you would need something more than that probably for Livewire just because it needs to know the server end too, I think. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's that's the wiretap, that thing I demoed at Laracon. That's the goal of wiretap is like a debug mm. bar. But more than that, because, yeah, I, I think the best version of wiretap is exactly what you're describing. Something that shows right. you visually what is happening. So I, I went pretty far on it and started building that so like every mm -hmm. update in livewire would be listed and you can click on it and you could see how much yep. time it spent at each stage and it would visualize the stages for you and it would show you yep. like in almost like a flow chart like this is mount and then updating and then updated and then you know calling right. and then called this method called this other method called render dehydrated and then you could click into each one of those and see like data about those steps um but uh, so, I mean, that's on hold because I'm trying to do screencasts to make money first. Um, when I return it, and another reason is I want to nail it for what you're mm -hmm. describing. And when I tried to build it the first time, I had about half of it there. The rest just mm -hmm. felt like this has to be driven out by um, experience, you know, like this has to be driven didn't, out by... didn't know enough then in some yeah, ways. Yeah, and you need yeah. to know what... Yeah, I need to know what do you want to know when something goes wrong... What do you right. want to know? What's the information that helps you get past it? 
jot that down and do that a hundred times. And then, then we would have something that would be truly helpful instead of me, you know, on an Island building something that looks good for Laracon, um, right. where, you know, that's, that's definitely, that's a huge goal. And I think, yeah, particularly with LiveWire because it's full stack, um, you can learn a lot just from payloads, but those are very, you know, they're low level. Um, right. So yeah, definitely. DevTools, that's a good, it's a good point because when I was talking about getting unstuck, I don't even think I mentioned DevTools. Um, right, I don't think you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and that's like, potentially yeah, could be tools, one man. of the best yeah. <laughs> ways to get you unstuck. Right. Um, so okay. Let me find, yeah, if I have the tools to get myself unstuck, right. then I don't have to ask anybody yep. anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I think it would be a really unique tool as well. Like I looked back at other DevTools, React DevTools, Vue DevTools to see, to take inspiration and be like, what are they doing? And and they're fairly minimal. You know, there's not... Right. I've never been in love with any of those. I don't know. I feel like they're... They don't give okay. you much beyond like show you the components yeah. on the page and allow you to mutate <laughs> the data inside the those variable. components and right, view exactly. events and That's stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, it would be nice for something to show you like, you know, if you look at the code, it's going to take you forever to construct the machine in your brain. I already have the machine constructed in my brain so I can abstract it. And I'm always communicating those abstractions to people. I'm like, well, there's the hydrate phase, there's the phase. But if I could put right. it in something visual, it would be, I think what I'm trying to say is I think it would be a profound tool, like not just, uh, oh, add the, this missing piece of live art. I think it would be like a profound right. tool for any tool to really like visualize the system in a simple way that, that is true to it and gives you, it would educate you about Livewire better than anything I could say or anything you would read, even the code, you know? So I don't know. Yep. I think that'd be cool. We should do it. There we go. Yeah. I like it. Well, it's a lot no. faster than I expected. We're done here, I guess. <laughs> We're done. <Problem> solved. <laughs> yeah. There's still so assume... many things that like I, I'm doing these screencasts and I'm getting stuck. Like I literally, <laughs> I got stuck on something yesterday. So here's just like a random pile of quick anecdotes that John O'Nolan thing. He gave mm -hmm. me the exact repo. He recorded a, a, like a video of him hitting this problem. I installed it. Composer install. NPM run dev. Put in the browser. Worked like a charm. <laughs> mm. Works Always on does. my machine. Like no idea what Chrome extension he has or whatever. Yeah. So there's like something like that. That's just dev tools aren't going to help him with that. Maybe they would. Mm. I don't know. Who knows what's wrong with that? I hit some stupid thing on the screencast that prevented me from finishing it yesterday. I didn't add type button on a button. Mm, uh, so it was getting wow, picked up. That. It wasn't just like, oh, yeah, it's submitting the form when it shouldn't. It was right. causing this gnarly. I could explain to you, but no one cares. Type button stumped me for like two hours yesterday. Uh, OK, so you're in that you're in that situation. Yeah. So you're now you're now John O'Nolan. Yeah. What do you want? Like as Caleb right. or as John O'Nolan, what do you want from <laughs> Caleb? ChatGPT is <clears throat> not going to help me. Right. Right. Googling it's not going to help me. Correct. Because I don't even know what to Google. I'm not even right. looking at the button. Hit this? You know? Yeah. I'm right. looking at right. I'm doing something else and the modal's closing. I have no idea mm -hmm. why. Uh I need I need a person to sit down with me and help me figure it out. You need a pair. Out. You need a pair I need programmer. a pair programmer. That's what I need. <laughs> I need a pair programmer who knows this stuff. Yeah. So, is that like because I feel like there are two things you're looking for. One is to get people unstuck. Yeah. And that, you know, could be dev tools, screencasts, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think the other thing you mentioned is like 
how do we make money? Like, how does Livewire continue as a going concern? Yeah. Are those two things, or is it accurate to say you're looking for those two things? Yes and no. I, I'm definitely looking for the first. As far as making money, the, like the partners program was an experiment. I'm not putting mm-hmm. all my eggs in that basket. I'm totally on the fence if, if I even want to just be like, no, I don't think that this is, I never, I, I picture there's a different business person who knows how to do this kind of thing with enterprise mm-hmm. stuff sales pricing and does it and does it well and it basically would be like an agency let's say like so it almost mm-hmm. like could be running an agency like a first party agency or a more enterprisey setup but still it so there's somebody who could do this well i i like coding i like screencasting whatever i don't like sales i'm i don't know how to do this super well so i have always been like i could just set this idea off into the sunset and that might even be the best thing to do. And I'm still like really there, like asking Jason, like, does this even make sense? Like, should we mm-hmm. even continue with this? Um, but not only does it feel like, oh, there's an extra revenue stream there. Like revenue streams are great, yeah. but also it almost feels like um, I'm watching Suits. You guys watch Suits? I haven't gotten into it yet. Oh, I should no, have suits. Seen Wow, it. two Everybody people. Suits. Suits, I know. Yeah. The chances of this are That's pretty crazy. low. We're the only two people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah only we're two the last, we're the last two. Yeah. Eight billion have seen it. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, whatever. There's a. Let me tell you Let's the try basic. Another, try a different analogy. No, no. Let me tell you the <laughs> basic Seinfeld, plot line yeah, of one? season six. <laughs> 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 Spoilers for yeah, two perfect. Six, one through six. Yeah. There's a you know like any show there the main character is is fundamentally good and he makes decisions that he shouldn't based on you know what's the right thing to do uh, in mm-hmm. the case of law but with this it feels like to me there's some moral good here of like yeah maybe I could make more money and my life would be a lot better if I didn't pursue this at all but these people need help you know like it feels like if I can come up with right. something that generates enough money to justify my time and effort and energy and helps a lot of people that's a really good thing and I should pursue that because it helps people otherwise I even if it wouldn't make sense without helping the people you know what I'm saying so yeah so there's kind of that element which makes me that's the thing that keeps me to like ah, I should really figure this out mm-hmm. but that's what we're here for to figure it out all right so let's let's hash let's hash out some ideas should we so, lay out what the current setup is and and yeah, why it's not working out, let's do do, let's, let's lay out the lot, not just support, but the Live Wire Inc. Yeah, the Empire. Financial. That's what, that's yeah, what I want to hear. Yes. I, I want to know the Empire. Okay. Yeah. So, what's the financial empire of Live Wire Inc.? Right the financial empire. empire is. It used to be biggest revenue stream was screencasts, mm. and that has fluctuated between giving me ten thousand dollars a month and twenty five thousand dollars a month at one point. Okay. Um. Their PayPal took a big chunk out of that. They removed PayPal Mm -hmm. and releasing V2, which I knew it would. I'm funneling everybody into a new version and a new website. They're not even seeing the V2 screencasts. Even if they are, Mm. they feel like they're old, even though a lot of it's still applicable. Whatever. I've kind of set that off into the sunset. So that is declining. It's about half of what it was before I launched V3. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's that revenue stream screencast. That's where I imagine building back up most that's that um the other revenue stream is alpine components that product Mm -hmm. for alpine um and that 
yeah, like that had a good, you know, big, that was more like a launch and then a long tail than the screencast. The screencast was like almost like a SaaS, like building up recurring revenue users. The Alpine components was like building up an email list, prepping them, launching a thing with a higher one-time payment upfront, getting a bunch of cash out of the gate and now long tailing it. And that makes between like six and 12 grand a month, I think. Jason knows those numbers better than I do. Um, so, so yeah, still a lot. Still for a good long sales on, yeah, on Alpine components. Solid, yeah. Like um, there's sales every day, uh, so that's nice. Um, yeah. Make VS Code awesome makes me a tiny bit. I don't even consider it part of the empire. I'm probably just gonna let it die and make me three hundred dollars a month, or just kill right. it because who cares? Like so I don't okay. have to support it at all. Um, those are the main revenue streams. Then there's the partners program, which started mm-hmm. out with more revenue than it has now. But Jason knows these numbers. He just tells me what to pay him because he gets a cut of most of this and I just pay him that. Yeah, Jason. Um, Yeah, yeah, he has the spreadsheets. I don't actually look at Paddle or anything like that. He literally (laughs) just tells me what to pay him and I blindly do. And I know he's lying a little bit. Like I know he's fudging the numbers, but... You know, he's a good guy. I like it. But it's worth um, it. Yeah, it's, it's, worth it. it's worth it to keep him around. Yeah. I turn a blind eye. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The partners program, let's say that makes six grand a month or something. Okay. And he gets most right. of that because he does most of the work. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the empire. There's a tiny chunk of support. Screencast, huge opportunity, but it's dwindled. Alpine components, solid wall at my back of revenue that like I'm not going to have to like, you know, go to a soup kitchen because I have Alpine right. components. <laughs> Um, so that's, that's the empire. That's the state of the empire as it stands right now. Yeah. So it sounds like if Jason's taken most of the Alpine components, it's like 40% screencast, 40%. I'm sorry. He takes most of the partner program. Partner program. So it's 40% screencast, 40% Alpine, 20% partner program in terms of Caleb's household income. In terms of my household income, it's probably more like, I don't, you basically have it. Although I wouldn't say 20% for partners. It'd be more like 10 or something okay yeah okay but Hmm. it's a small i don't even think about it much because it doesn't feel like a lot to me like maybe i make 20 grand a year from it maybe Mm -hmm. maybe something like that um so so yeah that's that's the the state of things where i'm headed so that go ahead well hold before you do that that's the that's the income pie what is like the happiness caleb wants to work on Mm. pie um yeah, Alpine Components is pretty just stable and there's questions I have about it. So it doesn't feel like something that I want to put a ton of time into right now. Okay. Um, Livewire screencasts is everything to me. I love screencasting. Mm. I love making, planning the screencasts. It drives out new features. It excites me about mm-hmm. Livewire. I document stuff I didn't before. I think about stuff I didn't before. It's my favorite thing of all the things. It's up there mm-hmm. with, okay. with coding for me. Um, I enjoy it that much. And, and it happens to be fairly lucrative. So like, that's, that's where my heart is partner stuff. It's like, I don't mind the calls. It's nice to get on calls with people and hash stuff out with them. Give, you know, I don't do a ton of preparation for that. So that feels fine. It's the Jason handles. He's the front man for the support, Mm -hmm. but he surfaces stuff that are too deep. He needs another head on or a bug that needs to be fixed. A PR that needs to be merged, a new version that needs to be tagged, something like that. And that stuff. I feel bad for Jason because <laughs> mm. <laughs> I do it, but he has to really push me and hold my nose to it. And there's a lot of times where I'm low key, like you do it or get this a little yeah, farther. But, you know, give me the silver platter, he, Jason, please. Like I, he I can't be bothered. From you, you ghost him. Right. It's, it's, it pays off in the so end. So if I were Jason, I would be somewhat of a frustrating partner. Although I, I, I think it's a good setup, but it's like, as far as where my heart is, 
it's not in pulling down your massive application with your mm-hmm. 10 databases and finding right. this problem mm-hmm. and debugging the same way a right. monkey would debug. Remove this line. Does it work? Remove this line. Does it work? That's yeah. most of it, honestly. Mm-hmm. There's no sacred knowledge. That's yeah. what we all do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if you hand me a simple represent or reproduction of the bug in like an isolated way, like I can tolerate that. That's okay for my life. But it's the finding those and doing the reproduction myself that feels. Um, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this this is driving me crazy. So, okay, last question, and then Ian. Yeah. So we got we got the income pie, we got the happiness pie. What is the um what is the economic purity pie? Which one do you feel best about taking money for in exchange for the thing you're giving back? Yeah. Um well, I would I would think to say screencasts, but there's a lot of times I I think that's not the answer because there's a thing in the back of my head that's like you're paywalling important knowledge from your users and there will, I think okay. there will always mm. be that for me. It's a conflict of interest for myself because you are the creator because i'm both the creator and the seller of education so it not only in theory hurts livewire's adoption because i'm Mm -hmm. not giving that for free it helps because it pays my bills which allows me to work on the thing so it's like somebody's gotta (laughs) somebody's gotta fund it and this is how i'm gonna fund it um but that's I would say otherwise, I feel great about providing something high quality that I put a lot of effort into and curated and produced and gave to you. And you pay this small amount and you get all this knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, people love it. Really good feedback on it. So it's like great. But there's courses I want to make that aren't like the courses that are like, let's build an e-commerce app. Sell that. Fine. The courses that are like nest deep nesting component knowledge or like anatomy of a live wire request is like why are you going to paywall that like that should be mm, in the docs yeah. you know um and there's ways to mitigate that like i try to put everything in the docs all knowledge i'm pulling from i try to put in the docs so it's like right not i put it's the there. knowledge out there i'm just presenting it to you in a more on a silver platter in this format and you pay for that convenience but so that's morally mixed alpine components also morally mixed because it's like <laughs> i could if i put all that stuff out for free There'd be wider adoption, blah, blah, Mm. blah. Um, That's tough too. So I guess the most wholesome income is the partners program (laughs) because that's just the one 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 I hate. Okay. Very wholesome. Okay. Well, no further questions, Ian, to you. But I actually don't care about the morality (laughs) of the screencast for the most part because I've just, that's fine. Who cares? I I would just totally put that totally aside. I don't think there's any moral quandary there from, I don't think at all. I mean, to me, you have to if if you stop working on livewire then all the documentation is totally useless and worthless yeah. because livewire is going to die at some point right it'll yep. run for six months or a year or whatever but the browser is going to change the something's going to change Laravel's yep. going to change whatever it's then it's dead right so we need you we need you ideally even more of you like it w- i would love to see like livewire inc type of thing where there's a few more people around yeah. right like that's even better uh so that's something and we should Jason talk about kind of fills that role well. but he's not totally he's not dedicated to live wire full who did you say kind of fills that role jason yeah like he's not like full-time no. working on live wire right there so, is like, a yeah. person and that's a that's another complicated scenario but yeah there's like that's a whole other side quest right. of right right, right. of like hiring the, people the, the business of the bit yeah LiveWire, that yeah. part of like yeah. hiring other people but yeah I mean, I guess so. I I think that you kind of have things to me like you're it's pretty interesting because like I feel like your desire and the best 
short-term business aspects line up kind of with the happiness and even how things currently are like to me screencast yep. is the best thing the components are probably second yep the component you know and then like the partner thing could be an awesome business but also is a very different thing from what you want to do yep. uh and and you should not be doing that at all right like there should be no zero caleb time on like working on customer support yeah um I think you doing like the partner calls and stuff's a little bit different because yeah. um, if you're a certain tier of the partner program, like whatever, that's like a little board for you. Like even yes. like whatever, it's a sounding board. You can, whatever, it's an hour a month or whatever. Yep. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah, pulling down repos and generally being the support guys, not a good use of your yep. time. Right. So and to be clear, Jason does the majority. It's not that right, often. Yeah, and I understand that. that. I understand forced, that. You know, yeah. the, but he's also making the majarity of the money, which isn't yeah. necessarily great from a live wire ink yes, perspective true, right so um so that's good that it's there as a resource for companies that want that and so you have that but it's not good from a sustaining live wire perspective yeah. right yep now. yeah so true. i mean to me the thing that's i think the low-hanging fruit where you're already headed my two cents is like the screencast but i feel like the screencast that could be just the core like the real core yeah. because like right now if you go and like first of all obviously they're not even linked really until like a, a week ago from the docs so now you got linked from the docs yeah. which is good but um and i believe the way if it still works the same way is like you have to sponsor the repo on github to get the the, the screencast so is that right? the v3 stuff i'm not charging for anything yet You're not doing so i'm working yet. on okay. a modals course right now when right. i launch that it'll be paid and i'm using paddle so I'm saying okay. goodbye to GitHub sponsors. That's good. I think good. that's a huge problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. And and also, I think that you could just formalize that more. Like, mm. because I see like on GitHub, um, you could see like your past sponsors and your current sponsors. And I'm assuming that maps kind of is essentially like your screencast subscribers, uh, essentially. Yeah, definitely. And so I feel like if it was more like live wire Laracasts, right. like, you would be way better off yeah. financially, right? It's like, basically there being a an easier way to kind of like buy it and deal with it yep. in some sense and then also a promise that there is new content always coming right so like every month there's going to be new videos whatever that means i don't think you have to stay it's a course necessarily right sure. but it's like there's new videos every month um and then so then i'm going to stay subscribed because like and whatever you can do all kinds of stuff right you can have people submit questions and you go through their problems like you can do that kind of support where their problems yeah public become content right content. <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, yeah that would actually like be that. pretty great the only hurdle of that is like nda type stuff but um sure. that's on that's on them that's on they them submit I mean, whatever they, they want can yeah, like, repro people reproduction of it who, exactly yeah. right like people who actively ask for it not even like the partner program support but even no. just other people who ask questions right and you solve them yeah on on video yes um yeah that's you and know, obviously honestly, formalized courses that could be pretty good solution to this problem um because i like i like producing content i love off the cuff content you know right. <laughs> um and so so that's a way to kind of incentivize me to slog through things like that Solve, and if I if it turns out it's a Livewire problem, let's solve it in Livewire. If it turns right. out it's a their problem, it's like, you know, maybe there's documentation we can add, or maybe this video just stands on its own as a cautionary tale or someplace to go get help. Yeah, or you um, could even pre-vet them. I think you could even true. formalize that. Like, right, you pre-vet them, be like, yeah. okay, I see this is where they're doing something wrong in Livewire, right? 
And this, so this is a good candidate for an actual video. Right. So now I can make a video about how like this thing was wrong and here's how we fixed it and whatever. And it's 10 minutes because you've already looked at it. Uh, you know, I think you could balance that, right? Sometimes it's two hours of watching Caleb slog through and do monkey work. And sometimes you've already figured it out or somebody else has already figured True. it out and given it to you, right? And said, here's the solution. And then it's 10 minutes of Caleb with a nice tight video about, look at this problem and here's how you fix it. So is um, this, kind of thing. okay, let's say that I do this. I still have a few questions of like, how do yeah. people get, how, where, how do people land there? How do people go from having a problem to being on a screencast? That's one question. Sure. Another question is how to, these are the two questions. How does somebody go from having a problem to being on a screencast with me? And the other one, how does somebody go from having a problem to finding that screencast to solve it? You know, I think there's yeah. naturally like, if you just subscribe to them, if I just notify you when new stuff comes out and you're just a content, you're a dedicated content consumer, you'll gain that knowledge as you go. But that is probably a very small amount of people compared to who could be helped by a screencast like that. So is it transcripts that SEO picks up? You know, what is it? No, I don't, I don't think this cleanly solves the get unstuck problem. I think this cleanly yeah. solves the, the Livewire Inc. problem. I agree. So I think this, mm. I think this kind of content is, we're, we're actually going to start doing this for Planet Scale, the code with me kind of stuff, or the like yeah. fix a query with me, because it's just such good content. Yeah. But it's like, it's almost majority entertainment content because yeah. it's like, I want to sit down and watch Caleb fix a live wire problem. I want to sit down and watch Aaron, you know, make this query 10% faster or whatever. Right. Yep. And I don't think this is like, I don't think this is I'm stuck in this moment. Let me go watch a code with me. Uh, of right. Caleb. Yeah, I agree. Gotcha. So I don't think it's so you're not even we're not even talking about that path. That's this is more just I mean, another I source of content. Be... Like, I, I would, like, again, I would just be cribbing off Laracast, to be honest with you. Like, I, I would still uh, SEO optimize it, right? Like, I would have a nice title. I would have a video with a dedicated page. I'd get a transcript and throw it in there for SEO. So, like, yeah. it's great. Like, as many people as can find it when they Google for it, awesome. Like, because that's also going to be how you get subscribers. Um, So, you should absolutely do all that stuff. But I do also agree it's not the same thing as, like, I don't think that, yes, it's not about like, there's a hundred people with questions. How many videos could you possibly do, right? You're going to do one, yeah. four a month, whatever number right, a month right, right. you're going to do, right? So like, it's definitely not going to be a support solution in general, but obviously as they build up over time, you will hit things and fix things. And that will be a long tail of information for people, whether some of them are free and some of them are only under the paid plan or however that all breaks out. Yep. Definitely SEO it all. But uh, but yeah, I think it's but, like, this know, is more about the Livewire Inc. Making sure that there's a, stable revenue stream and and that keep people don't churn it's like i want to stay subscribed to this yeah. because you're producing useful stuff for me and my team um that's the becomes this repository of like yeah we have to build a modal we've never done that in livewire you know we know caleb has a video on that we go do yep. it um or we need to integrate with react or view or whatever some legacy thing and eventually you'll get to those things right like the longer tail of weird issues and you'll have videos for those um as long as you're producing something regularly, people are just going to keep paying for it in general. I mm. think like I, I would not unsubscribe from that. I would just keep paying for it because someday I'm going to need something in there, even though I don't watch it every month. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's right. And I think that also begins to create like in, you know, in um, I don't know if y'all follow Amy Hoy um, from back in the day. She has this concept mm -hmm. of like watering no. holes, which is where people on the Internet gather. And if you have this like ongoing content, you know, Laracast-esque thing, 
that starts to create the live wire watering hole in like a more defined way. Yeah. Yeah. And you throw up a, you know, a pre-built form or whatever. You build a form as part of content, which is itself is interesting. Two for one there. And then like the content and people getting unstuck can kind of come together because then you have like an active Later and vibrant forum. Yeah, yeah, you have a Livewire specific thing, yeah. forum yeah. where people are submitting their problems that may or may not get picked for video content, right. but that's like secondary. But you've got Josh and Jason and Philo and all these people hanging out that are right. like, hey, here's the wire box of how you would fix that or whatever. And that may serve as like that part of it gets people unstuck and then you kind of trawl the forums and pull out the best stuff for content. Yeah, I like that watering hole uh, analogy. And I've I've thought about when I was on the that episode, when I was talking about getting unstuck. Like I think I was describing some of this that like mm-hmm. this vision of of like not just a doc site with screencasts, but the live wire, you know, mothership, like the hang right. place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you come here and there's a lot. It, it's like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's an app that you're logging into, and now you have all sorts of ways to engage with the community, consume mm-hmm. content. Um, Blah, blah, blah. And that, I mean, that appeals to me. That sounds great. I think, yeah, the building it part is fine. Like I can build the things I want, hire designers and, you know, programmers for the things I don't want. Um, I'm not a content or I'm not a, uh, I'm not a forum person. I'm not going to hang out in forums. I just never do. So it would have to be, but Jeffrey doesn't hang out in the forums. Right. Right. Like, no. yeah, I don't think it's people a, naturally. I don't think that's a big issue. Yeah. You know, you, that's not a big enough community. It's just about getting the community together to help each other in those spots. Yep. And then the screencasts and the docs are the core yep. that they are, you know, going around. Right. Okay. Here's a question. This was my plan before we got on this call. Okay. So Ian and I are geniuses then. We just, no, 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 no. Not completely yeah, intuitive. A different plan. plan. I'm telling you. <laughs> tell oh, okay. oh, shoot. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, back <laughs> no. up. Take that part out. I'll tell you what was my monetization strategy mm. before this call, and then you can change my mind or go go for it. Okay. I I was I'm doing this modals series. I'm going to put it out as a like an independent course. You know, like I don't know if you guys. So if you've ever bought like VST like audio presets or like stock footage mm-hmm. bundles or something, or even screencast or like desktop wallpaper bundles, it's like mm-hmm. you go to this thing. They're 10 bucks a piece, 10 to 50 bucks a piece. And they usually have like, you know, some Photoshop template that they use that makes it look like a, a VHS tape, you know, whatever, like mm-hmm. with the right, thing right, on right. it that's like, oh, I'm buying this bun, even though it's just whatever software. Right. Yeah. Um, so shows you that. And then there's like a all access pass or something, you know, this was my plan is instead of it just being like gated access to everything where you just pay to get in the door, whether it's recurring or lifetime, it's you can buy the lifetime all access, or if you can't afford that, and if you don't want to go all in on that, you can pay like this modals thing. I was thinking like 30 bucks or something. It's like, you could just buy this for 30 bucks. Um, and I have another plan for like, if I only have one and it's 30 bucks and then you do that five times and then I come out with the all access, what like I'll, I'll hook up all the people who've already paid. But this is sort of the, this was my plan. And the reason that I, that I'm so drawn to it is because there's such an incentive for me to finish a course because I have fresh revenue to gain. 
I'll, it'll be a lot of people with all access, but it'll be a lot of people that'll be like, I love launching something. Launching's the best. That launch day of anything, Aaron knows, mm-hmm. he just did one. Mm-hmm. You just watch, you know, the money come in. It's so satisfying. Mm-hmm. You finished something. You're, just, you're eating Chipotle yeah. and getting rich. It's the best day ever. It's all for it is the best day ever. Done, yes. So if I could have a best day ever every month or two or something, mm-hmm. that feels great to me. And it wouldn't feel like I'm on as much of a content treadmill because I'm not mm-hmm. as focused on retention. I'm focused on generating new revenue. Um, to me, it kind of removes some of those problems. The alternative, of course, is Laracast. Charge a monthly thing, maybe do a lifetime, whatever. Just right. do that. Come in the door, pay your $15 a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. And But I know from experience when I did this the last time that, and this could this probably has a lot to do with just the nature of the content treadmill for Livewire 2 where... I just stepped off the treadmill, but churn is brutal. And people know this is why Adam, you know, proselytizes the like one time capture lifetime value up front for this kind of thing, Mm -hmm. because churn is so brutal. I would like crunch numbers be like, most people are churning after one month. And I think there's a, if you look at like just people signing up for this stuff and sponsoring, it's a small portion of them are us people named John Smith. You know, mm-hmm. a much wider portion of people from other countries with not as powerful currencies that it's like, you know, a one time up front, which I switched to for LiveWare V2 is prohibitively expensive. Mm-hmm. Or before it's like, I can come in for a month. I can get what I need to get right now while I'm jazzed about it. And then I can mm-hmm. bounce. And now I all, I all I paid was 14 bucks, you know. So mm-hmm. these are the problems that led me to thinking that this is a good idea. But I am very much here for you to tell me just Lara casts it. Just be Livewire Laracast and call it a day. I mean, I would tell you be Livewire Laracast um, for a number of reasons. I think that... Uh, I just think you need that ongoing... I mean, I guess, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure it solves the problem you think it solves totally in that you still have to... You, okay, so you sell modals course. Yeah. And that is, you know, that's going to like long tail the money. And then, but it's going to, you know, be the launch and then drop, yep. presumably. Um, and then you have to make another I course. I got to make another one, yeah. But I'm right? incentivized and, too. Yeah. But aren't you incentivized too if you had like two or three or $400,000 in just recurring revenue? I feel like. Not as much for my, for my brain. It, for my brain, yeah, it's maybe. like, oh, I have that good revenue. Oh, I can take a breather and, and close right. the PRs, but, I mean, you know? <laughs> but also the ability to take a breather is part of the benefit of if True. you're able to build that up, right? It's like, oh, there could be a month where it's lighter or you can do a bunch up front and then sprinkle them out over three months um, when you're, you know, you get in the zone and you and build that up. Now, I, I agree. It's like Laracast has a broader audience, so it's easier, right? Because they're teaching you all kinds of stuff and whatever. And um, this is much more niche, of course. But uh, yeah. what is it? How does it work right now? It's one time fee, or it's so it used to be fourteen bucks a month. Now, then I switched to ninety nine one time. Okay. Um, it boosted revenue in the short term because I already had this recurring revenue, and then I add, and now I'm charging a lot more, so it boosted revenue. Mm-hmm. But the amount of people paying me now is less. I mean, now it's right. on a long tail down because I did that. But even when it wasn't, they're just paying. Well, and also like they're very hidden right now and whatever. It's old. Yeah, right. Stuff too. Um, yeah. Before that, though, I think one time, and I've talked to Adam about this a bunch, like mm. trying to convince him that one time is a bad idea for me because he 
is all about the one time and yeah. he talks about it with sam selikoff and everything like he's trying to get right. like them into one time and all that it's like yep. maybe for the react community that makes more sense maybe for the tailwind community that makes more sense which is largely react developers like i'm picturing wealthier people basically mm. or i think livewire is more of a back-end php person more of a like a lay working program, man a working man's framework um <laughs> yeah like if that's not uh yeah so okay yeah I, I, okay so i have a few clarifying questions on on your perce or your uh ideal plan yeah um so one thing i heard was you caleb prefer the big release because it makes you happy yeah it makes, like it me makes happy. you excited it incentivizes okay. me just so that's general, one yeah. Yeah, that's like a that's like a distribution mechanism. I think separately from that, you were talking about a payment mechanism, which is does the consumer oh, buy one time or do they pay ongoing? I see what you're saying. Yeah. And then I think there's a so one, I think those two things could be the same, but I don't know that they have right. to they're be. They're different the same. and the same. Because they're different and the same. They're different and the same. If there's a way, yeah, if there's a way to marry like a distribution mechanism that keeps you incentivized and happy and a payment structure that keeps the working man happy. That would yeah. be interesting. But then I think there's a third thing that we've kind of talked about that your solution doesn't address, and that's becoming the hang space for Livewire. I see. Because I think, I think if you do purely like single course drops, that doesn't become like, that doesn't become like the community clubhouse. And I think you're the only person that can fully pull off community clubhouse. And I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of like retention value and a lot of community value. If there's a clubhouse where everybody can hang out. Yeah. And so I don't know that like, Hey, we did the modals course. People are going to watch the course and then go away versus I go to, you know, I go to livewire casts, whatever.com every monday and check out what's new and answer some forum questions and poke around that kind of stuff so i think there are a couple of different things to think about there i wonder is there a way where you could get like you could marry the distribution mechanism that you like with a ongoing recurring because i feel like the ongoing recurring payment mechanism is ideal for revenue maximization yep. i think but the distribution is ideal for Caleb's uh, motivation and happiness. I, I do think that capturing all the value up front definitely is good. Um, it's not a bad way to go. I, I think, I guess, maybe my hesitation with it is more like, um, I don't know if I love the, like, per course. Like, okay. here's this little widget course. I, I kind of like what you do for V2 if you were going to do that, which is it's, not, it's 99 bucks. It's a whole bunch of stuff. Right. And it's like, this is way a small amount of money and we can get to the international part in a minute, but generally speaking this is a small amount of money for a lot of information. Yep. And yes, you're going to capture a year of recurring revenue essentially up front, and you're just going to be fine with that. You're going to keep selling that. Um, I think that would be fine too. Uh, and then maybe like you could have a couple of these, but I wouldn't like, I don't know. I, I have a hard time seeing it work where it's like, there's a bunch of, there's, you know, 50, $10 courses. Like, okay. I think no. if you had like the live wire screencast and then maybe there's some like the ultra advanced one that's like two ninety nine or something that does whatever it goes through the internals or something like that. It's like a second one. But um, I could see that working. I mean, the thing you have to remember about comparing Tailwind is 
you know, their SEO is insane. And so people just come in and buy. They don't ever have to sell to them, right? Yep. So like, and I think Livewire could have that. I mean, you're on the Laravel.com domain now. Like there's, you have some advantages there. Um, but then I think you have to like really flesh that out in a lot of different ways. Like the docs, you need like just more pages, like break topics out in sure. different pages. Like what about like, um, I mean, Laravel all kinds does like giant, giant pages. Right. But they maybe. Well, I mean, yeah, that's fine. I mean, what I'm just saying in terms of like Tailwind has a million pages though, right? Yeah. Like every single topic has its own page yeah. and that's how they sell. Um, Is that Taylor strategic on their on, part? I don't think it started strategic, but I think I think it's a happy okay. coincidence. Um, but you know, you do, whether it's mm. all kinds of different things, but you're going to need to you're going to want to get more content out there for this one time sales funnel, right? Because yeah. you need to get new sales always every yep. month. There needs to be new sales. So uh, yeah, and international, I think is like. I'm not saying for first of all, let me, before people get mad at me, I'm not saying like turn the live wire docs into like, you know, every little tiny thing. I mean, the Tailwind pages Capitalist. are kind of big because like, because there's also a lot of stuff, even if you go to width on Tailwind, right? Like there's like, how do you do your own width and like, whatever, all this stuff. Like it's yes. actually a pretty big page there too. Um, with but I actually think there could be tons of stuff on live wire, like every one of those little every event every i mean there's a lot of stuff True. when you even just talk about one of these things like, there's actually other examples you could put there there's actually a lot of stuff still not in the docs even though absolutely. the docs are way better than they were um absolutely just pages that are just like all the possible um which is something the other day i was looking for all, all the events in one spot like right now there's not even a page with all the events or one each event doesn't have its own page like the um uh like the initialization event oh i got gotcha. you yeah, yeah. All those different type of events, right? Like they're all kind of mixed in. Gotcha. I don't think they all have their own page. Like I there's not, there's both not a directory of all the events right. in one spot. I don't okay. think. Um, as well as them all break broken out with like their own examples and yep. use cases and whatever. Right. But, um. Yeah. Like I needed something on Tailwind yesterday. Oh, I was trying to st style a dialogue element, um, but style mm -hmm. the backdrop of it, and mm -hmm. it was like. Yeah, I'm looking in the backdrop page and there's really not what I needed. And um, I just found some nook like deep in the docs that right. has an example of a dialogue yeah. element. And right. they're right. not styling exactly what I wanted, but it's showing Real me like profit. a path for the dot. And it was the same with like a custom animation is like I could have constructed on my own knowledge that I could type animate hyphen and then use the bespoke bracket syntax to put in my own thing and use underscores and replace spaces but i didn't have that knowledge and i couldn't assemble it over the entire documentation in that moment but i was fortunate right. to find animate hyphen bracket this underscore that you know so right yes 100 right. just like examples yeah. examples examples right exactly all that yeah. kind of stuff so which so feeds both directions right it's like better for the just people reading the docs because like hey here's these examples better for seo and being able to cross sell yep um and then the international it's like i always see international as like because first of all you could just have different prices yeah like you could just straight have different prices um and then the second i'm pretty sure paddle would support that but you can build it yourself via paddle if you needed to yep. um which is probably the route i'd go and then um the other way to just think about it, like people get caught up in that stuff, but like if you were to able to just get all the English speaking world, right. To buy a lot of this, like you're going to be a super wealthy man. Yeah, right? right. So right. like, you know, so there's also like that of like 
the market you can focus on, but then also, sure, like obviously the open source projects have huge international audiences, so yeah. it's great to let them help fund the the project. Um, so yeah, I would probably just go Some different international places. Like whatever, what do you care if it's $10 in India? Let me help like, fund the project. Ah. <laughs> We're family here. This is a capitalist show. But um They want you. But yeah, so if it's if it's 10 bucks in India, right? Great. And yeah. like that's fine. And it's $100 in America and it's whatever. Like you just have different price points. Right. That's what Apple does. When you change an iOS app's price, it's literally you get 100 different countries and you set prices in 100 different countries. Really? And they have an automated way that they'll like say, okay, if you put this in in America, like we can cascade it through based on right, just assign whatever, the, the what it should be. I should just for that region look at what yeah, they do for like yeah. their, for each country. <laughs> right. Yeah, like my ja- Jack uh, McDade has a purchasing power parity site that we use for screencasting. Oh, yeah, the Big Mac so, index. Yeah. I've I've like hesitated to do straight PPP because I feel like it sells me so short because it's like well. You live in a country where Big Macs cost, but my Big Mac still costs this. You know, it's like, yeah, right. it's I only do it if someone down. emails me. Yeah. I mean, that's what I do. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, basis, you could do it that but, way. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but who knows? I, I wouldn't get caught up building a large advanced infrastructure yeah, to yeah. handle this um, necessarily, uh, at least on phase one. But at the same time, I think it might make sense to do if there's such a huge percentage is international too. Like if there's just a half price version, it's, you know, even something like that, it's half price, whatever. Yep um i got but yeah all right can we can we can we back up one second yeah let's what is up. the excitement of the distribution model for you the single course distribution model is it like the building up and working towards something and releasing a finite and complete yeah. package or is Every it software developer a loves whole that. Bunch, Come on. yeah is it getting a whole we never bunch get to of finish money anything on so. one day <laughs> like what is the part that that yeah, mentally it's, it's works both. for you the money is a big part of it because a launch day is nothing without a refreshing the paddle page you know sure um so that's a huge part of it of like working towards that and then like doing the tweet and designing you know like doing that like when there's money on the table mm-hmm when I go to launch that thing, I start doing things I wouldn't normally do. I make right. nice meta images and sketch and put a bunch you of do time everything into right. that. I do yeah. all the things because it's like, I do the things that Caleb doesn't normally do when he's just being his lazy self, putting mm-hmm. stuff out there. It's like a mini little launchy thing. And so I love that. Um, but I mean, I, I I would still do some degree of that because it does bump revenue. It still is a launch. It's just not maybe what I, I yeah, would have had. I just think you're thinking about this. Maybe I would, I, I think you might be just thinking about this a little bit incorrectly in the idea of like, think about, just look at your own proof you have, right? Yeah. So forget about subscription or one time. I mean, I think one time might make a lot of sense. It does obviously lower the barrier. People are much more hesitant to subscribe to something. Even if it's $15 a month, a lot more people will probably buy it at yeah. 99 then subscribe oh. at 15 or yeah. whatever, like, because it's just like low that's burden. Fair. I just buy it and it's done. Right. Yep. So that's fine. Look at screencasts. You're what you're selling right now. You said that you think it's like around 10,000 a month still. Yeah. That's insane. Like that's you insane. haven't done anything with version two. That's a huge amount. Right? I haven't like put it's out a new buried. video in like two, two and, <laughs> and a half put years. Out a video I think. In forever. Huge. You can't huge even amount. find these videos. Like if you like, it's literally hard to find these videos. Yeah. So, Ian is so mad that you don't link the videos better. Yes, That's the fourth time so he's brought bad. it up. So like, so you're still to 10,000 a month on these videos that are old, yeah. not linked from anywhere relevant. 
and they're you haven't done a docs, new one in two though. years. Like, no, not anymore. Every docs, the Livewire 2 ones? Yeah, every docs page at the top says, be amazing at Livewire, watch our screencasts. Well, that's uh, maybe because Ian's week logged ago. in or something. That, wasn't, that hasn't been there, That's though. been there for years. It's the really? only reason that no, once I put li- that simple In the Livewire link- 3 doc? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, but I know. I didn't that's have screencasts for Livewire 3 before I, I put know, that link up. I know, but I'm up. saying, like, you only have these links in the Livewire 2 docs, but Livewire 3 is, like, what everybody's focused on, right? Right. So I'm saying but you're I'm not, not going to link them any... to V2 stuff. I understand. God, these docs are I, so that's pretty. what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, these Livewire 2 videos are still selling yeah. off the old version of yes. the old docs, yes. right? Like, people go to the old docs. Off for, of, right. right. Like, they'll go to the old docs or whatever, but like, everybody's currently focused on Livewire 3. Obviously, there's a lot of people still on Livewire yeah, 2. Yeah, I'm sure they're transition. going to look at the docs, right? Yeah. Right. But even on the new hotness on the Laravel.com domain, right, right up until like a week ago, there was yep. no links to any videos at all. And even yep. today, there's no links to videos you can pay for. So I feel like that is... And you're still a making 10000 a month, yes, which is you're still Ian's making point. A month. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm saying if you had like, once you get the full Livewire 3 transition and blah, 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 you get these linked from the docs like you do have now, right? And there's actually a way to pay for them once the pay part is ready. And then you maybe start to get a little more sophisticated where like where it's linked from, making sure things are SEO optimized yeah. properly for that and everything. Like, I feel like that's going to be a pretty good business. Okay. There. Like, and I don't, and I don't know about like the dropping down to per course makes things a lot more complicated. Like, I just think that's a bad idea personally. Yeah. I think it's a lot more complicated. Like I want all these or I, then there's a group yeah. purchase thing and there's like, just let me pay 99 bucks and get all the videos you made. I think it's like, only, only, pay, only pay 199 bucks. I mean, I would get, pay yeah. 599, right? Like whatever. Have okay, the team wins. thing I'm for not paying 599. That like have the non-team one for you know, whatever yeah. you have, whatever tiers you want to come up with, right? I don't know if we're going to be able to hash that out right now, but I would definitely have a team tier. I would definitely have like the regular tier. Maybe there's like, you get more for a little more money, whatever third tier. And uh, yeah, like, I, I don't know. All right. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't overthink it in that, in that way. I hear you. I'm mostly convinced for the purposes of this episode. I'm a hundred percent convinced trash okay. the one off course thing. And now I have a new slew of questions on how to do All this right. well. Hit them. Okay. Let's go. There we go. So first one, well, I want to talk about how much to charge mm. for sure. How much, yep. how much am I charging for monthly team and personal all time? Personal lifetime, I think 199. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Um, like 199. Personal because lifetime. Because you, you, do, you do have to remember there's some component of like, I am a fan of Caleb slash I am a supporter of Livewire. And like it definitely feels like they're not they, enough content to justify that price tag right now. And that's another right, question that of like the deferring the introduction of that. Um, but I, I feel like it's not even worth it. It's more worth figuring out. Let's just pretend that a year from now right. there's a done. good body of yes. work. Yeah. And then one ninety nine is a no brainer. Well, the other so. thing, and this could might be a little bit of a solution to your make Caleb happy when cash register goes ring, ring, ring problem. Okay. Is you can do that same type of thing. We're going to get very commercial here with mm. sales. Like, hey, there's oh. a Black Friday uh-huh. sale. True. There's yeah, a spring a nice sale, thing. right? Like there's like build up to these moments throughout the year. There's a Cyber Monday sale, whatever. Launching like, all a new the, course, the emailing my whole list and launching a new course that I charge $30 for feels fine to me. Emailing my whole list and even doing one sale, I feel like the dirtiest, 
mf <laughs> on the planet, and I hate it. I hate Black uh, Friday. I, I hate all of it every time. I'm These like, people who paid you one ninety nine are going to see that now you're only charging one twenty nine for yeah, the next three days. Yeah, don't guilt. Right, I know. I know. Well, if you tag still, rightly and you use the convert yeah. kit right, they won't even see it. That's true. I know. There's that. Um, yeah. It. Right. Okay. Being really good about tags and emailing the right people for things is definitely something um, that could mitigate a lot of that guilt. It's. Right. It's. There's still just touch guilt. That's like I touched you again. You know. <laughs> and. And it's every time I touch and I'm not providing value, it's like, Which I, I mean, feel I bad. I think that's a know? secondary thing, right? I think if you do a really great job with the static components of this, which is like the live wire docs, the cross selling, um, whatever, the different touch points that you can cross sell on. I think that alone, if you're already making 10,000 a month, like I don't see why you can't sell 30,000 a month or yeah. 40,000 a month, like, or more. Yeah. Like, I, I think you could. So it's just about getting those other parts dialed, and that's all the stuff to dial in first. But I think still building up your mailing list. Like I know you do have a mailing list. I don't know that's linked from nowhere. Also, I think. But if you <laughs> built up the mailing list yeah, and stuff mail- like that, um, yeah. Well, you know, so here's long a- tail stuff with that. But I think just working off the docs as your baseline play. I mean, listen, that's how Tailwind, right? That's Tailwind's docs are its whole money engine. Yep. Um, and I think Livewire would be the same. And thing. it already. I mean, as you. As we're right, talking it about, it is like <laughs> it is. I, yeah. I figured that out two, three right. years ago. Yeah, and same with outside like, components. Oh my right? gosh! Like same I have a massive distribution channel, so I can right. just you know yep. I don't even need to send an email. You know, right? The just the this is kind of another question. So well, let's answer that first one. One ninety nine. Okay, um, how much do I charge I, monthly? Is it nine or fourteen? If, if we if you did monthly or if you did monthly. Okay, so you're talking about you're not talking about one off purchase. You're talking, talking about, about subscription, right? Which um, I think so is what I would want. Instead. I don't think I want to only do one-off. I think I would want to do okay. Laracast rip-off, you know. Okay. Try subscribers. Yep. Then I would go... Um, I did 14 on on uh, Livewire V2 forever, and that worked great. But I imagine that churn curve where it's like they all drop off after one month, then the rest drop off after two months, and then most after three, and then four, they're all gone. If it was like well, nine, it might I, be I like guess a, that's where I don't a really shallow hate curve. The one-off price for this so much in terms of it just depends see i like the I subscription if you're going to do i like <laughs> the subscription if you're going to do the commitment to it of like i'm here every yeah. month with new videos i'm talking about the for new the foreseeable the time, future i'm gonna be right? doing that there's a time like the subscription where i at least just based on past you know like offense yeah there's it's it's a possibility that six months from now i lose interest in the content and i let that go and then i can rip out the monthly and go to but for right now, mm. like I'm going to be keeping the balloon up because it's my favorite thing to do. I'm incentivized to do it, you know. And I mean, you there's people, people like doing Aaron, their videos exactly. Too, there's people like Aaron. Right. There's Philo. There's other people who, yeah, I'm signing you up, Aaron. That I, yeah, can, I don't know what right. people like me to do what. <laughs> that I can go make like awesome videos. Aaron make a series. Oh, you know, like, yeah, like was, we do yeah, for yeah, Laracast. Yeah. I do it for Laracast. Aaron right. does it I for Laracast. Do right. Yeah. Um. And that's actually another question, but I have I'm building this list of questions without hearing how much I, I should nine, charge. I think nine is I think nine is too low. Nine's too low. Nine 12? is way too low. Twelve is too low. Twelve. You know what low. I like? I I honestly like hmm. is the okay. pushing push. the annual. I'm a big fan of the annual, like annual? Uh, subscription. Yeah. Um, it's like ninety nine dollars a year. I kind of like that. It's like under a hundred. Do you still um, like it if there there's a monthly, monthly option that's higher? I, I would probably Lar- start Laracast with ninety nine a year. year. 
Is that what Lyricast does? They do or monthly, $15, $15 a month. $15 yeah. A month. I mean, I, I kind of like that. Like, whatever. If you want to overpay substantially because you know you're only going to use it for a few months, right. then it's 15 bucks or whatever. Otherwise, it's like this great deal at right. 99 bucks. I'll bump it yeah. a dollar because cause I don't have as many videos as Lyricast. There you go. Yeah. Because <laughs> he has 20,000 hours of content more than uh -huh, me. I'll right. bump it a dollar. Yeah. So yeah, let's, yeah, say, yeah. let's say 14 but, a month. Let's say see, 89 remember, a like, year. This, this isn't Laracast in that, like, Correct. this is for a niche audience. Yeah, it's not a general. And it's going to go way deeper, right? There's, I'm sure there's yes. 20 Livewire videos on Laracast already, right? Like, if you want the Livewire overview, it's already there. Yeah. But if you yeah. want the, like, we're going down in deep, then that's what this is. Yep. So I feel like that's a, a, a different thing. Um, um, okay. So 14 a month, 89 a year, 199 uh, all time. So 199 lifetime, that's like two years of yearly plan. I mean, I think in the traditional sense, you would make it higher, like generally speaking, but I don't necessarily hate it for this. Yeah. In terms I can of even just not do lifetime early. right now. Yeah. I mean, life, I mean, the way Laracast does it again, like we could steal, I think he only does it. I don't know if it's permanent now, but he used to only do it like a few times a year. Like, hey, no, he's got it. He's chance. got it on the page yeah, right here. Now it's 399. Yeah. yeah. For the yeah. longest time. bucks. It didn't exist. Like we all remember what, that like forever yeah. it didn't exist. And then he introduced it for like Black yeah. Friday and then now it's uh -huh. just available. So it's like right. I, I don't feel that weird not offering it out of the gate. That I mean, I would put it there because like if you can there. get three years up front, like I would go more like three years, maybe right. like two ninety nine. Like make it a yeah, stretch, make, make it expensive. Like, see what happens. Yeah, two ninety nine. I'm I'm gonna instantly True. buy it, right? Make like it there's a handful of people happens. that are for sure are just gonna instantly buy it. And right. I think you'll get some over time. Okay. Um, Laracast ripoff model, fourteen a month, eighty nine right. a year, two ninety nine lifetime, Black Friday mm -hmm. sales the way people standard do them. Right. Um, I have two more burning questions. One is this is just a, if you can't tell, I'm a like pretty hesitant and guilty capitalist. So that's why we're here. That's, that's right. We're here to break you. <laughs> yes. So the idea of even with sales, but let's forget sales. Let's say that I am charging, let's say I'm charging monthly. You know what? I guess if I laid this all out right now. I wouldn't have to deal with this problem. But you know what? I still do. Because what if you've been paying $14 a month, no, $14 a month to sponsor me for the past three years, and now mm -hmm. to get on V3 stuff, you have to pay another $14 a month and cancel your other thing. What if you paid $99 for V2 a week ago, and now you go to this and you're like, crap, I just paid $99. Like, should I... What I am thinking of doing is like literally scraping like all the data I have from GitHub and assigning everybody like a credit value in the database that I can go from and do what I want with, but give built in like smart discounts for people who've like been subscribed for a certain amount of time, paid me a certain amount. It's like, Hey, you already paid me a bunch of money. This is free, right? Or, you know, or there's like a credit that you have that you can work down, you know? Yeah, I think you could go too far with that, but I don't think it's I don't think it's a bad idea. If somebody paid ninety nine dollars a week ago and then you move to an entirely different payment platform and payment model and you say you gotta pay ninety nine dollars again, I would be frustrated. Yeah. If I've been paying you fourteen dollars a month for three years and you move to a new payment platform and you're like, You gotta pay me fourteen dollars a month, but you can cancel the old thing, like yeah. what do I care? Right. That's the exact same thing. Right. So I True. would I wouldn't I wouldn't try to do it with mathematical accuracy but i would take into account like the big emotional pain of i just paid 99 dollars. this yeah. sucks 
Um, yeah, which I would you definitely would not build do anything. Eyeballing. Yeah, yeah, don't <laughs> build anything for this. Like this is a zero build zone. Like you totally, like tell the, some people to move over. Maybe look back the last month or two and just give yeah. those people here's a credit. You already have one coupon code. You give everybody. It's like ninety nine dollars mm. off or whatever, right? And they can just move over. That's it. Like, yeah, do and it I think you get to send an email. Code. Yeah, send an email being magnanimous, Caleb, and being like, "Hey, I know some of y'all. You don't even have to look." You don't even have to do any research on your own. Just send an email saying, hey, I know some of y'all probably bought it yeah, last week. If I that's like the that. case, I don't want you to I don't want you to feel put out in the cold. Send me because an email. I'll send you a coupon. And then you're the guy Caleb and you didn't do any work. You don't oh, want to nice miss to all the work. people who pay you now. You need to email every single person who pays you now or has ever paid you and be like, hey, V3 docs, screencasts, the whole thing's ready. Go here and buy it. P.S. If you already pay me or you just recently in the last, you know, month, like Aaron says, pay me 99 bucks, then, hey, we're going to straighten that out with you, whatever. And then, yeah, they can contact yeah. you. But most other people are just going to move over and do it because you don't want to lose yes. all these people. You want to capture all these people who yep. want to pay you money. Right. Like, and imagine so. all of all of the like proper business owners in the world that paid ninety nine dollars two months ago what are they going to yeah. do they're just going to buy the new thing yeah, they're not going to email you ever buy it again yeah. Yeah, they're never definitely gonna, what well, I let me, let me give you an example we just spent 20 prices. hours giving them a coupon when they wouldn't use it we just raised the prices on help spot customers 25 percent yeah on the a certain whatever the older tier of customers which is the majority of customers yep. by far like 80 percent of the customers and so we sent this out to hundreds and hundreds of people they're paying tens of thousands of dollars some of them right and some of them are paying a thousand dollars nobody's paying less than seven hundred dollars that's the minimum okay and we raised it 25% and we've literally gotten like eight emails and like literally like four of them were just people confused right. about like unrelated. And there's like two people who were like slightly mad yep. out of, you know, hundreds and hundreds of customers. So like people, I mean, listen, your stuff's a little bit different because there's going to be more just like, yeah, it's not business consumers, right? Yeah. Some of them are yeah. businesses and some of them are consumers. So you have a little more, yeah. more of a mixed audience. Yep. But even so, I think you're going to have very few issues. You deal with the people who email you by being overly generous. Like, that's what we always do. Yes, discounts, a year at the same price, whatever. Yep. Whatever we got to do to make you happy, right? Yeah. We just make you happy. And that's it. And then everybody's happy and it's fine. Right. So I wouldn't over overthink that for sure. And I would just be emailing people. The new one's ready. Yep. Handle the any complaints as they come. And that's it. Okay. Because any percentage thing you work up, people, somebody's going to be mad. It's going to be mad anyway. Yeah, right. And yes. you just did 20 guess, hours yes. of like programming work to like figure it all out. No, and it's just I not like worth it. it. So, Aaron, yeah. you got the right move. Just be like, yeah, if you want, it. if you're like mad about this at all, just email me. Like, yeah, I'll, yep. it's no problem. That's the play. Um, that's the way. Then I don't have to do any more work front and then right. that work after and, might not be that bad and you can't hide behind the fact that you have to do all that work before you pull this thing off exactly yeah right, right. <laughs> that's, yeah. And that's well, just I, I would la i would launch the new thing right. but i gotta write this yep. script you know it's i'm like, doing yeah. that <laughs> yeah that's 20 hours no, of I'm doing doing freaking like, github's api yep. is like basically not even a possibility to do this without literally yep. contacting the team and being like i need this information send me a yeah. csv um i don't want to get into that uh, okay, I got two other questions because we're killing it. Mm. We're almost to just like the perfect business. Um, so I do something that I wonder if it's shady or not, but I do it confidently it. and I probably won't stop unless you really <laughs> tell me it. it's, even if it's illegal, I might not stop. <laughs> it seems unlikely with us, but let's, okay, let's yeah. hear it. So when you, I have a list of email address. My email list is like 35,000 people or more. Like it's a lot. Yeah, and the, so I, I put out this new 
like free series and I put it behind a GitHub login. So you have to log in to watch it. It's free. But if you go to okay. Live with Three Docs, you have to hit a login with GitHub button. It takes two seconds and now mm-hmm. you're in. I put your name in a database. You're a user in my system with an email that I pulled from GitHub's API. And then I put that email into a convert kit list that's clearly mm-hmm. marked as like free tier people. Okay. And so I just launched it. I, I silently launched this. I didn't even tweet about it. And in like no time, I just looked at the database and there was like 300 people. Um, and then like now there's like three and a half thousand or something after like a week or two. So it feels like an amazing hook, you know? Yep. I consider those people reach outable. They didn't double opt in. I never told them I was going to send an email. I There's an unsubscribe link at the bottom. Um, and I, I guess I don't want to throw any other business owners under the bus, but other there's another prominent one that, that we know that that doesn't do double opt in at all. That does something very similar to this. That's like, like, no, you got the free video. Like you gave me, you logged in. If you want to stop being reached out to hit unsubscribe, but you know, and my, my like reopen rates are still pretty good. Um, people aren't, I've never, I'm not sure I've ever had somebody yell at me about it. Um, but you know, convert kit definitely doesn't want you to do it. <laughs> They're right. Like, don't do this. Um, I mean, ah. double opt-in is definitely not any kind of legal requirement. Yes, yes. Um, right. Agreed. So that's just that's irrelevant. Like, that's just what people want you to do. You don't you don't have to do that. That's fine. yeah. Uh, I think that this is like that borderline, right? I don't know what Aaron thinks about um this, but like signing up for an app. I mean, I think it would, I think it would be probably to your benefit to put some type of like wording somewhere just in case that like you're some kind of link to the terms of service and like it's in there that like if you sign up for our screencasting application that we're going to email you but you can unsubscribe anytime blah blah blah. but you know i I would probably have some i mean you should probably have terms anyway like everybody should really have terms for the services they're offering yep um and then legally you'd be fine but i generally don't have uh, too much beef with it i don't know what you think no beef zero beef beef not detected here's the thing First of all, what is GDPR? I have no idea. Not that sure either. Problem. <laughs> um, second of I all, actually like, do know, I, but we're not going to get into it. Yeah, now. I don't. I don't know about it. Don't care about it. This is Texas, after all. So I think. I think the other thing is like you sign up. Like if you sign up for an application, like if you log into an application, I feel like yeah, they're going to email you. They're going to email you. That's definitely all the time. an assumption. That is yeah. like I assume that. Um, yeah, and I think. I don't know. I think it's totally fine. As long and as my you have emails, unsubscribed like, I, links. I bought something on AliExpress and and now I get like they keep selling me stuff and uh, whatever. I'm like this for some reason it's not in my promotions thing. It like comes to my phone and I'm like screw you AliExpress yeah. you freaking idiots. Um, yeah. But my emails are not that often and they're I'm literally right. writing them. You can reply to them and it'll go to my inbox mm-hmm. and I'll reply to you and right. It's just when I'm providing you value, basically, you know? Yeah, I feel like it's totally fine. I know the European yeah. police are on their way to arrest me, but I just, I feel like it's it's totally fine. Okay. Yeah, when they I come for me, I'll send them to you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I would, I would put <laughs> a terms too. of service up somewhere yeah. just to have. Yeah, that's a big boy good. thing I've never done. Yeah, that's a big boy do. one. Uh, you, should, you should do that. Terms of service. Um, ChatGPT can write that. Yeah, yeah can, there's a million templates and whatever. ChatGPT could definitely do it. Um, yeah, definitely sure. use ChatGPT for anything legal because <laughs> you know that's how <laughs> you know you're getting, the, yeah, yeah. you're getting the best legal advice as if a computer writes it for you. Um, I got one more if there's time. 
Yeah, there's oh, time. Yeah, there's plenty of time. All I right. got a couple of things too. We got to still cover, so we we, okay. we got a little more time here. Hopefully, Aaron. All right. Then, so this is this is the final thing I need clarification on mm. to complete the business. Oh wow! When I, it's the general question is how do I pay other people who mm. help me? So if I'm paying Aaron to produce a series, like Jeffrey pays you a chunk. You know, mm-hmm. out of the gate, that's it. You just get a chunk. It's a generous chunk. And now it goes into his pool of content. Mm-hmm. The other model before, something I was excited about it was being able to go to Aaron and be like, hey, produce a series. I'm going to charge this much and I'm going to give you a percentage of that uh, mm-hmm. sales for that. Lifetime people, you don't get in a percentage. Um, but if somebody buys your one off thing, you get 30% or something like that. And Aaron could make some pretty good money on something like that. So that felt great to me because I love partnerships where it just feels like we both win. And it's like, I'm going to be pumped because I'm making more money. It's your content. So you're going to be pumped. You're making more, you know? Um, so that felt nice. In this scenario, there's the the question that I don't care about as much, which is how much do I pay Aaron when he makes a course for me? The question I care about more, it's a bigger question. So we should probably start with that. But I... The big picture for Livewire is I want to make a first party component library where there's a generous free amount of components that you can just use. And then there's a paywall behind all the crazy ones that take us a million hours to maintain and build. And you pay some amount like this is going to be the destroyer of worlds. Like mm. if this this can be the hardest thing for me to do, the biggest thing and hardest thing for me to tackle. But when I do, I will probably almost definitely partner with somebody on a percentage basis if that person didn't exist, this would be a no-brainer for me. I because it it would be on the table for me to just include it in the bundle. Livewire Pro, you get access to the watering hole, you get these components. It's even more reason to sign up. Maybe I can justify bumping the price or put it on another tier, you know. But if I'm partnering with somebody and I already have this thing going, it's like, how do I give you 20% of profit on Livewire components if it's mixed in with everything. You know what I mean? Can I can I clarify the question? Yeah. So is I think there are, maybe I heard two questions. Two One questions. is how do how do you pay how do content I pay Aaron and creators? how do I pay the the per, like a partner? But then a, you just you just you just dropped a you dropped an Oppenheimer on us by saying there's an entirely <laughs> new like Livewire yeah, yeah. components. Right. Yeah, that was kind yeah. of a surprise. We're gonna be here a while. We're gonna be here a while. Let's back Cancel up one, one second. Like, yeah. We got a lot to uh, talk okay. about. So let me answer the first question as as a content creator, newly newly minted newly content minted. creator. No, I as an influencer, content creator, please. Um, <laughs> I don't <laughs> like the profit share model as a content creator so linkedin agree. learning does this i think Egghead yeah but their does profit this. share models suck mine would their make profit share rich. model sucks <laughs> okay if you make me rich i'm happy i think so linkedin learning approached me about a course and we talked money and it was like oh this is this sucks and i think egghead pays off of percentage watch like they do a giant pool and then they pay off of percentage watch egghead sucks the problem linkedin learning sucks yes linda sucks udemy yes, sucks they all suck they all suck because it's you know a who massive generalist you, you know who doesn't suck is laracast laracast doesn't suck yeah and laracast 100%. pays you it pays you up front yeah. a chunk and you know what i wonder if if uh jeffrey made 
10 times as much money off of my course as he paid me, I don't care. I'm still happy. That like, is my feeling as well. When I am, I work I am for still super happy There's with the answer. amount of money. I, yeah. Question answered. I don't want. Money I don't want to. I don't want to be running numbers and being like, oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Well, Who Caleb's telling me you, you he gets a thousand together. viewers a month. Yeah. I don't want right. the risk. I want you to pay me right. money. I'm going to go out and get a McFlurry with all my new money. You're happy. I'm happy. Everybody's happy. That's, the only that's problem the with this answer is that I have to change something fundamentally about my business brain. I am a garbage businessman. And this is one of the reasons I am like, I would much rather partner with you and you get a long-term revenue stream than pay you up front less than you'll People make in general. That. That's a hard People no don't want from that. the mostly People, technical podcast. You know what I'm People saying? Don't want it's that. like, yes. it's like when I partnered with Jason on anything, it's like, here, you just get this amount. I'm not out any money up front. And then when I win, you win. No. And now you just keep no. doing work for me for free because uh-uh. you get a bunch of money anyway. Don't, don't yes. like any sides of it. <laughs> right. No I, I told you, you I'm a bad businessman. <laughs> I hear you and you're wrong. But yes, yeah. I totally well, hear thing, you. That's like amazing. what Aaron says. Most people, I just think people don't want to be in business with you. From your percent mindset, you yeah. are giving them something. But from their mindset, it's a lot of risk to take on. Right. So True. like I encountered so this with they somebody want, I approached for the components idea. I was like. They like didn't have the confidence oh, I have, and I'm like, what yeah. are you talking about? You're, so, you're the fool, the man. Components, components is a different. This idea. is a no-brainer. Yeah, <laughs> compo- well, I actually don't think the components is different at all. So I don't think. The, so, but on right. the on the videos, like, so we could disagree there in a second. Yeah. But on the videos, because here's the other thing. So from their perspective, they just want a big chunk of money right now. Yeah, which is you don't love that because it's costing you a big chunk of money right yeah. now. But you're going to probably be able to make that money back if they do a good job with it or in our newer model we've been talking about it's probably not even going to happen for months and months down the line here right in which case you already have subscription revenue in which case that's great and then i can drop some absurd just the picturing what jeffrey drops like to drop that i'd be like oh my gosh like that would take well you're not gonna just like pay what they pay because you're not getting you heard it here when i pay you (laughs) Yeah, but the, the other yeah, you're making is- a strong case for me doing a course for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> the other side of it, though, is for you, you got to be very careful, and this is also true of the components of what you own. Yeah, if you want to make this a business that you run for a long time, mm. what who owns what is extremely important, and the things that are tied in with that is critically important. Mm. And if you have a bunch of stuff, but it's not clean. It's yep. like, well, this thing has this tied to this person. Right. This other thing has tied mm-hmm. to this other person. But now mm-hmm. I want to offer this bundle thing. And how the hell do I that do that? That is true. Like, or somebody wants to buy something from me someday and start some other thing. Or I want to partner with somebody as a true partnership, not this like one-off thing. I want to start a true partnership for this other video site. And I want to use all the content I have. But now I can't because Aaron owns all a little piece. Because these people are going to feel somebody screwed. Somebody owns a little yeah. piece. And like, maybe I just legally can't even use their content. Whatever, yeah. You know what I mean? Like... There's a lot there that I feel like is a huge negative when yeah. it's so much cleaner to just be like, yeah. here's money. Clean, take I own money. everything. Here's if Jeffrey, money. if Jeffrey sells Lyricast to Lynda.com right now, what do I have to say? I got paid. Right. right. You My, got paid. I'm, I'm not his he, partner. He owns your he videos. The Lynda.com is not like, oh, what are all these contracts? Yeah. What are these, these 400 randos? independent like, contractors yeah, we have like, to pay? It's like, yeah. nope, I own everything. It's all done. Blah, blah. It's all clean. Make Super it clean, important. pay people money, grow up, Caleb, can't take even the hit, express how important don't it is. be an it's idiot, incredibly important. And along these lines, contracts, man, got to have contracts. contracts. 
Where you get those? Did, I, that's did we a sign GPT a contract well? with Laracast? You must have. There's no way Jeffrey does not know. There's no contract. I don't think there's a contract. Oh. Are you serious? Oh yeah. I don't think are you so. sure this you didn't Jeffrey click a button about. somewhere? No, this yeah. is like I think I clicked a button. He didn't have a He'll contract. Just, no, no, zero contract. He like telegrammed me four times and then sent me a, a, a direct deposit. I feel like that was all. No, he's shocked. the most low touch, you know, person with this kind of thing. Hell, no. I don't know. When Lydia.com comes, they're like, "Do you own all this stuff?" He's gonna be like, "Yes," and they're gonna say, "Show who's, me." Who's Lydia? Gonna, who's Lydia.com? There's no Lydia.com. Whatever that thing is. That's great. I do. I already pictured like. Lydia herself. <laughs> She's like yellow. Look She's at like these telegrams drawing. I got from Aaron Francis from seven years ago. This is yeah. this is how I know I own it. I don't know. That's so funny. Anyway, I mean, it's funny in his case and and in my. I mean, this is because I'm a bad business person. Be like, oh, just it's just Aaron. I'll just be like, yeah, I'll Aaron, just telegram him again. Aaron, yeah. can you Honestly, tell him that I that, probably, yeah, I own this? You know, it's probably enough style. for this type of thing because right. it is in writing ultimately that like I hey, smell, I said, yeah, there should be you know like, I mean? something that says like. A one pager. A one pager that's just like keeps it all. Everybody's, it's just even good for like you're reading something formal. You agree to do this thing. Everybody's on the same page. Where would we be without you, Ian? I don't know, business dad. I am like yeah. the, the business dad of the Laravel community. Like, I mean, there's somebody else. That, uh, uh, there's multiple people I've had to talk to about yeah. this where I try to buy their commercial components. And they don't have any, there's no license. Mm. And Imagine that. Not a thing. Buy Not a thing. <laughs> a software without a license. Like, yeah. it's, impo- it's horrible. It's terrible. Like, I can't use this in my product if there's no license. Because oh, Ian is the only you grown up the in the Laravel. I know. Are like, <laughs> what if you, because like, listen, what if you tell me later or you try to claim later that it's GPL? Well, now my whole application is completely open source. Right. Because that's how GPL works. Yeah. And. Sneaky. Yeah, like you can't. I need a license. Like I have to have a license if I use the software. <laughs> I like so. visualization of the legal world and everything. It's like, but it's not right. A little bit of elbow. Hey, come on, know this? Like a little bit of an elbow nudge. Hey, yeah, come like, on. Hey, we're uh, good, right? Hey, well, it's all good. <laughs> all right, I got five minutes. Right. I want to tell you my. I want to tell right. you my Livewire components thing, and then you guys can yes. you guys can keep talking. Uh, I think Livewire components is I, totally different. Okay, I think it's totally different than the screencasting thing. Uh, so screencasting, I say, if you ever have a content creator, you pay them up front and go about your separate ways. Sure. And you pay up front after delivery because screencasters never finish anything. So I think Livewire Components feels like, I don't know, it feels as separate to me as Alpine Components. Like, okay. you wouldn't roll in Alpine Components into you know, Livewire Pro screencasting tier or whatever. Maybe I would. I feel. I don't know. Oh, maybe you would. Okay, well, that's a <laughs> they have done that bad, with bad the, premise. The, well, the Livewire yeah. Partners program is that it's like you kind of get all the other stuff yeah, along yeah. with the support. Yeah, mm-hmm. You're paying me I agree. Well. I, don't know, I don't know. I mean, that's I'm, sort just, of I'm just going to power through it. Okay, power through it. Power through it. What else? What else could we say? Uh, it's kind of like refactoring UI and Tailwind UI. Like they feel fundamentally separate to me and i think you could because i think part of the thing is you could sell the livewire components to people who never ever ever want to watch screencasts right and so like bundling those things economically doesn't make a ton of sense to me to me it's tailwind ui and tailwind it's tailwind ui the whatever things and then uh it's his application examples or it's catalyst that he's going to roll in there as well like yeah that'll be interesting to see because you're a tailwind user I'm going to want Catalyst. I'm going to want you. And it's, if you're a Livewire power user, you're going to want the screencast. You're going to want the pay for them separately. I, I think you need to pay for them. 
I don't know. I wouldn't put him in the same thing. Being like, but I, I already, would put him in you a already fully paid me for this other thing. Like, I can't ask no, you to pay, pay me for another thing. You're paying thing. for content. You're paying for education. You're paying for yeah. entertainment. And then you're paying for software. And I think you you yeah. sell them separately because the people that pay you $14 a month may also turn around and have their companies pay you $399 for you know, live wire components. Yeah. And, and like, you're going to give those away and for $14? it's a $14? different business. Like, I, it's a different, different business. business. Totally it's a, different and the, in every way. The bundling gets weird. Like, even with your, yes. the way the current support stuff is now, right? It's like, well, it's $500 a month, but I get this thing that costs, you know, 20 bucks. Like, w- that's just weird. Like, I don't know. Like, the free 20 it's like, this weird messaging. Like, just, if I'm buying support, I'm paying for support. Or if I'm buying for the, you know, the components yeah. for 99 bucks and buying components for 99 bucks one time or whatever like just yes. throwing them in there is that tendency to want to throw stuff in to like add value yeah. but i actually think it like makes the messaging harder here's and, what you uh, could do yeah you could if you want to to pair these economically um you could have Discount. the livewire components have a tier that includes a year of screencasts or whatever okay and like I could, you could work you could discount yeah, something like yeah. that yeah some kind of discount you or throw something, some coupon but, codes at this and throw some coupon codes Let's to your current screencast people. But don't, I would not say, oh, if you're a screencast subscriber for $14 a month, you get this giant package of Livewire components for free. So the now. other thing about these Livewire components, I mean, we could do a while here on Livewire components, but um, I, think that's sa- I think the same thing applies as the videos. I think you have to be super careful about partnering. I don't like the yeah. idea of partnering, to be honest no, with you at I like, all. I like the idea. Partner with me on like that. It. I like that idea. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's one thing to become like I won't even co- sign a contract. Just partner with me. Yeah. <laughs> I think like if you want to start a business that's these components, like it's its own legal structure, right. and you have a literal partner, and you're fifty fifty in making this thing work, or whatever the percentage, right? Yeah. But I think just having somebody who's hired, who's like getting a percentage of revenue, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't like. I it. hear you. I like. I, like, I won't do. What we need like to do. I'll do sixty forty, but I get the. I get the sixty. <laughs> what we need to do is sign. Aaron right now 6040 no what we need to do yes. is um have another podcast on components in 6 months I think that's right yeah. I think I think, think live wire components is is pretty meaty cuz we I didn't even one, had... solve the support problem we didn't even, we didn't even talk support. about the support problem yeah why we're here and then from outer it. space, I, you drop a megaton, on. and it's like, before, oh, I got Livewire Pro components. Uh, before, before six months from now, I have to throw out one thing about the components. Maybe we'll have to do another show here on the support. But yeah, like, I gotta go. Listen, Aaron, get, who are you going to? Give me the I number. I'll just job, tell him, man. man. <laughs> if, you, if you go, I can just ask him, and you can follow. I gotta ask him this one thing while we're here. You can ask him one thing. One thing. Do you think there's a world where it makes sense that the components... Are are LiveWire and Vue components, or React and Vue components? The for the JavaScript part of them are existing open source why, library components. Why would you say? I that? don't have this can of worms. I gotta go. Here, I'll listen. I'll listen, I'll listen later. You want to talk about? Yeah, it's, it's, I'm, incred- I'm incredulous. Uh, yeah, no. seriously. Because there's, there's keep, so many people recording. working on those. They're so I'm hard gonna to hit build. leave. Keep it's recording. Uh, should we wrap it up? Uh, no, no, y'all keep talking. I'm I'm gonna hit leave if this goes sideways. I don't know. Okay, bye. Bye. So, what you're Uh, saying, Ian, how how do you pronounce Shade CDN or Shad CN? Shad CN, CN? yeah, that's actually just a wrapper on top of like um, Radix components. Okay, so you got Radix, you got Shad CN, 
you got Aria or React Aria, right. and then the thing they're mm-hmm. building on top of React Aria. Right. There's all the big brains in the React. All the big brains. Big there's brain headless stuff. UI. Right. There's, right. there's there's headless UI. There's all, all kinds of these stuff. incredibly good component right. libraries that don't exist in other ecosystems. Right. And so what you're proposing is I create something that builds on that by creating right. some adapter and right. Maybe you're using it and you might not even know or see that you're using a React component. Right. Um, That's exactly what I'm saying. And then if you need to, you can tweak the React component if you're willing to bundle V and stuff, you know. Right. You could do that. Yeah. Potentially there's some way that you can get at the lower level stuff if you need to, right? Because the problem with that like... is styling, you know, where like what, what uh, well, Adam's doing with Catalyst though. is what I want to do, which is like, you publish the stubs so that I don't have to maintain right. like a version of this, you know, and you can tweak your styling. Right. Like the style, whatever you somehow have some way to set the classes or whatnot. Like it ships with a nice default set, but you right. can of course adjust that in whatever way yeah. that me- mechanism that has to happen in. But I guess to me, like, here's the thing, like you're going to partner with somebody, right? Whatever. Yeah. No matter how gifted a person you find to help you with this, like you're not going to produce better components than Radix yep. in terms of like all the functionality. Like, there's just hundreds capable, of people working 100%. on it, right? Like, so that is the thing. And the, and the problems with it are going to be immense of the like weirdo JavaScript stuff that doesn't work in the weirdo browser and the thing. And it's like a lifetime of bugs and stuff for you to fix and deal with versus just like, yeah. I don't care about who built the JavaScript end of this component. I only care about paying you for the way I can use this stuff super nice in Livewire. And so I think there is just something where, where you can outsource the hardest part of this um, in terms of like making a combo box yeah. that's super amazingly awesome. Interesting. Or making a calendar. I mean, making a calendar, dude, that's going to take yeah, you. That's like a year right there. The rest of them I already um, spent the year building, you know, like yeah. the Alpine UI that's mm-hmm. like a parody with headless UI. I have that. So there's a part of it that's like, I could Even go down there, this road. Some of that, it's not, it's not all the way to what the Radix ones are. A hundred percent. And I actually this saying? week like, have a pile of combo box bugs because it's the right. most complicated <laughs> the piece combo of software box, I've ever I mean, there's written. bugs right in the demo. I'm like, oh man, they still haven't totally nailed this. Like, yeah, it's like nearly it's gonna, impossible. It's hard. And it's like, and it's free to ship enough components to make it be like, listen, this is like 200 bucks or 500 bucks, whatever the amount, who knows? Yeah. Let's not get into that. But like. I don't know. It's a huge, a tremendous amount of work. And I don't know. I just rather you building the live wire parts of it is so valuable and easy. And then like outsourcing the part that literally 20 other groups have already solved right. <laughs> rather than you reinventing that. I, I mean, it's like, very oh, man, interesting and the technology to crack it wouldn't be that hard. I think the really hard part is like, if you have, let's say the, like a modal component, this is the hard mm-hmm. part, Ian, here we mm-hmm. go. Give it to me. The dialogue component, React Aria, wherever I get it from, it handles right. focus trapping and scroll locking mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Right. With a calendar, it doesn't matter. All you care about is you include the calendar thing and you bind some data to it. With a dialogue, you need to decide what goes in the content of that dialogue. Mm-hmm. And if you're using Livewire, you probably want it to be, you definitely want it to be Livewire related and you probably right. want to use Blade to make it dynamic in the Livewire ways. So before, mm-hmm. if this is just a calendar picker, it's like, no problem. I can black box this React bit entirely and then mm-hmm. just do the linkage of the data and now we're right. good. In the yeah. case of a dialogue and popovers mm-hmm. and accordions and all that stuff, mm-hmm. it's like I need slots. And to do slots, 
So here's actually a way I could do it, but there's, okay. I could make custom web elements. You familiar with these? Uh, no. Okay. You ever heard of lit <laughs> element or something? This, no. this is uh this is good that you don't know this okay. and hopefully I can explain it briefly enough, but you react and view. Okay. Both, I think support this first party. So normally okay. you have a react component, which is, you know, JSX compiles to a bunch of JavaScript. You assign mm -hmm. it like a mount target on your page. It mounts react and now it owns that part of your app it owns it right so that's pretty hard to slot inside of and everything right. you can bundle view and react components as web elements it's an api that's supported in browsers so that you would just include like the cdn in your script okay. tag and then mm -hmm. you literally forget about live or forget about anything you could just have an html file you're not doing mm -hmm. react.mount you're not doing any of that you literally yeah. write a, a html element that you've named in your in your library so i literally yes. like open carrot this and is what like, i want it's like give me this yeah it's like ian's yeah. favorite component and right. now the browser because it knows custom web elements goes oh i have a registration for that custom web element now i'm going to mount that on the page okay it supports slots so you can slot content inside of it so problem solved mm -hmm. there but here's what it doesn't support mm. it's it's a uh, shadow dom by default familiar with okay. shadow dom at all i mean i've heard the term. Okay. i know roughly what it's doing but yes. i'm not so no, so what that does by default when you use shadow okay. dom that element if you look in your chrome dev tools you'll just mm -hmm. see that element even though underneath it is a whole react right. component with its own markup right. it's considered shadow dom it's okay. a it's totally a black box so mm -hmm. in your dev tools you have to like right click and be like open the shadow dom to see it mm -hmm. it's great because it encapsulates all of react and it's great right. but you don't it doesn't inherit styles at all. So okay. if you want to use Tailwind, you have to bundle that. all mm -hmm. the styles with that web element, mm -hmm. which this could be a good thing because you could have things that are styled well and then their slots inherit, inherit your normal app styling. Mm. But if you want somebody to use their own Tailwind and their own app to customize the border radius of their right. dialogue, right. I either have to do some tech foo <laughs> Or use mm. light DOM. You can make custom web elements light DOM, which just means mm. they go from being that element to actually having the real DOM in the page. And now we're okay. back to the problem of like, well, React is on this and now LiveWire is on the middle of it. So right. if I can use custom web elements to hide all of the React, mm -hmm. this could work with some tech foo. This mm -hmm. could work. And then the slots could just be LiveWire and LiveWire does its LiveWire thing. Mm-hmm. The only problem I still see is like, let's say here's a scenario. You have a React. I don't know if you wanted this like tech problems. Uh, like let's do it. We're, we're all over here. Sure, if you have a like a dialogue that I hide all the stuff, you just use it as like X hyphen dialogue. And then you put right. stuff in the content. Now you want to close. You want a bespoke button in here that closes the dialogue or in tabs, mm -hmm. goes to the next tab, whatever. Right. In React, this is fine. It's a, It's like a render prop or like a scoped slot in view, you mm -hmm. know? So it's like, in view, you just say like X scope, you get a little explode, a little thing called close. And now you can just call close in your own view. And this, that stuff lives in react. You want to, you want to close that dialogue from your LiveWire HTML. How do I provide you with that? Like maybe there's, there's no a way tech way there, to do or it. Is there events or something? Yeah, or... it might be events, which definitely feels kind of dirty, but I guess if mm -hmm. it's well-documented and if it's like as clean as it could be maybe that's okay but there might have to be like i that's maybe the only i had a bunch of questions before we started this conversation and now i think it's down to like a couple of like 
honestly, I should just explore it and just see. I mean, it's worth exploring. I, I, feel like, I don't know. I definitely am not the guy about the like all the tech foo required to connect these things and what right. everything's doing with the Shadow Dom. Definitely not my area expertise, but I, I just do think that if there's a way to reutilize what it, all these mega brains have done, it would be so for, smart. <laughs> the value add of what you're doing is not that. Like yeah. you building a combo box is not the Caleb value add that I want to pay for. Yeah. I want to pay for you giving me the magical experience in Livewire. And that feels like your time spent on the that and connecting things yeah. is much more valuable than you in the weeds of Firefox the whole 47 yes. having to figure out why this thing's not appearing in the correct position or, you know what I mean? Like, that's like doing the job so of brutal. like hundreds of developers. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, and obviously you can do it and it'd probably be okay. Right. And yeah. like two years from now, you'd have something reasonable ish, but then, you know, the ball, things always change and something's going to change. You got to fix it all and whatever. And I just feel yeah. like, I just don't know if that's like the best value add for you. I just feel like there's other places that you add so much value that it's not in there. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. And again, like if you just, I, and then the other way is also very brittle to me. It's like, if you, you get a partner and they're going to do that stuff. Yeah. Well, like, you know how these things go, right? Partner flakes out and disappears. Partner go gets, yeah. and gets a job, partner, go, whatever. Yeah. Now, like you have a half built thing. That's like, you don't want to be in there finishing this half built thing. And I got to find somebody else. And like, yep. You know, I, I don't know. It's it's yeah, very it's, complicated that way. This change makes everything a thousand times more doable. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like literally that's a thousand times. Like. Yeah. That's um, what I feel like. If it can be done, like listen, obviously done. maybe it just can't be done, right? And if it just yep. can't be done, so be it. Um, but yeah. I mean, even like the things like I don't know, like there's like the extreme case of like making it all work in a dialogue, which is like the most complicated scenario, but Maybe it just works on pages and not in dialogues or whatever. I don't know if there's anything even different there, but true. It, it or maybe like there was I just difference. use my own dial, like build the dial. I already have those things built. I'm just right. trying to right. figure it out if there's like way more complex things. Like so that's what Shad CN does. Like it's not. It doesn't. They haven't written any of their own components. It's mostly Radix, okay. but some of it is the Arius, uh, the Adobe okay. stuff. They just and do then, what like, they got to do. Whatever. Right, like they do what they gotta do, and I could totally see you doing that. Yeah, like some stuff's your stuff, and some right. stuff's their stuff, and True. whatever. Mix that and match. solves a it lot of problems. Yeah, and then if it if the main if what I sell to you is blade components with well documented APIs, what's inside yep. of them? You might have to publish some stubs so that I'm not on the hook for versions yeah. npm update or whatever. Right. Yeah, I, that's the way to do it for sure. Yeah. So you publish your stubs, whatever. I handle, yep. but like that that almost is like a gray box, like. You don't right. need to touch it. And if you, you do, you change some tailwind classes, but right. don't, you know, the average users, yep. I'm not expecting them to go in there and friggin' like compile the react and mess with stuff. Right. So if I'm shipping you, like you go to this page, you find the component you want. You like the design, you like the interactivity. Like this is the one tons of variations. And then you publish it in your app. And now you have a blade component that has a full documentation for like, Oh, I want this to be open by default. I pass in an open yep. prop. You don't have to go right. in and do stuff. Yeah. Then, yeah, then it feels, again, like a gray box that I could use different tools inside of. You're not really expected to have to know how to maintain it. Yeah. 90% of people aren't going to want to even touch them. Right. Um, and then I mean, all these things business. to me are for those people, right? The people who are willing to pay like money this. for this are the people who don't want to go and do React and figure it all out at the lowest level. They're like, whatever, I have a business. I have a product. I just want to add some functionality to it. Uh, or I want to start from a fresh project with Livewire and I just want to drop this in and be day one 
boom, I'm so productive. Yeah. I have everything I need. I want it to be, I mean, to me, that's the premise of Livewire, right? Which is why you want to do components, but it's like, it's so, gives you that reactive interface and all that niceness, but without all the heavy lifting. And um, so obviously first party components would be amazing on that because you still end up, well, I got to do an input and I got to like copy and paste stuff from somewhere to get the basic input, but now I got to do the code and make it reactive. And then like an input's fine. That doesn't take you that long. But then yes, you want a combo box. You want all these other modern things that you see linear has or that you see, you know, GitHub does or whatever you're looking up to. Right. And you're like, Oh, they have all this fancy interactions. How do I have the fancy interaction? Right. And it's hard. Question for you, Ian. Mm. This is okay. You've used inertia, right? Inertia and react. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's say that in your inertia component or your inertia class, you know, your controller Mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. where you return. Okay. Let's say this, you have a live wire component. And you have a right. render method. Yeah. When you're in a render method, you return a blade view. Let's yeah. say you return what you would return from an inertia controller. You return an inertia colon colon render. Right. Okay. And then okay. that has a React component. Okay. And right. in that React component, you can import dollar sign wire from LiveWire. And now mm-hmm. you're just in React doing your entire inertia React setup, except for your forms, for your server communication. You can just be like, you know, V model dollar sign wire dot title and then it's and now just, it's bound to liveware and then when you want to save that you'd like dollar sign wire dot save um if you're using react you do whatever you want it's just dollar sign it's like use whenever use live you put wire. On whatever button you want yeah and it, like let wa- title live equals use livewire or something right um is that a because now you have a, now you just use shed cn and so now you just, you just use radix you use right. tailwind use mm-hmm. whatever you want yeah is that is that the ideal world for someone for you in your circumstance? Um, or would you still rather have all the nice and easiness of LiveWire and just black box the complex UI widgets? Well, I think that I have two answers to that. So I've already been messing with semi-successfully getting LiveWire and React to talk, but it is ugly. I don't like it because I don't know all the good stuff you yeah. know, and I wouldn't know how to do it properly. And it's just like, and this is why you were in the LiveWire events. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, so I definitely think there is a world of like, here is an adapter of some sort that does some magic. If you're comfortable dropping React in and having React components and then wiring things together with yeah. however this works, um, then that that is there and works and is good. Um, but I mean, I would certainly prefer to just have live wire components that yeah. you, they're your vision, that they are super yep. seamless. You stay in a one holistic. Uh, I'm basically staying setup. in blade live wire yep. land. Um, and I'm just passing data in with props and whatever yep. I have to do and fine. Like that, that is definitely the ideal. Yeah. Um, and I think, but I, I think the other option is viable. They're kind of like two different things almost. Cause there's still gonna be a lot of people who are like, ah, I don't want to like learn react and load up react and like, do all that stuff like i just want to stay in livewire land um so yeah i think almost both could even exist potentially but uh but yeah i i think ultimately i would prefer the okay. components all right for sure. all right good yeah. i mean that answers the question okay so we've solved everything except support and maybe that's we'll another solved. another podcast where we have to come back for that but one. we got the business we got components i got a hack session on on React and uh, making web elements and seeing how that works with LiveWire. See live what's wire. going on. Be... Maybe, you never know. Stuff's always changing too. Like maybe there's new new stuff in there that's awesome. And good. True. True. Yeah. 
Um, all right, man. Well, I guess we'll I guess we'll wrap it up here then, since we've kind of gotten since we kicked gotten Aaron off. Really deep. I mean, poor Aaron, he's not even on the podcast anymore. We 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 uh, abandoned him. Well, thank you, Aaron, for letting us uh, continue and being okay with us wrapping that up. I think we made some good progress. Oh yeah. Um, thanks, Caleb, for coming on. This was super awesome. We Our solved the world episode. today. Ian. <laughs> we solved the world. There's more worlds to solve, but this is, um, dude, this is look good. at all the. This is good. All the all the value we've produced for our listeners. Sheesh, do you this, charge for this? This is I, free. We should charge for this. We should charge for this. Um, all right, everybody. Thank you so much. Follow us on you know Twitter, mostly tech pod, uh, mostly technical.com. Email us mostly technical podcast at Gmail with feedback. I'm sure you have some feedback on this episode. <laughs> There's a lot in here. So uh, let us know. And thanks for listening. And thanks on Aaron's behalf. And talk Peace to you out. soon. Bye.